0: Welcome to the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast.
1: 75, Brent. We got one more and we hit the big 75. And you know something, dude? For 75 episodes, I, I say we don't really uh, look any, any worse for wear. Well, we're not there yet, Whitney. This is just 74. And I, for,
2: <laughs> for all that the, our listeners know... This could be the last.
1: Well, we certainly hope not. All I can say is a lot can happen within a month. All right. <laughs> oh, I, and that's I, for and sure. I, and I'm living proof of that. Yes, that's but for sure. A lot can happen in a month. All right. So we're, we've got we've got seventy four locked and loaded. We've got high sights for number seventy five.
2: Well, it was a it was a little difficult getting to old 74. We Whitney and I've had some issues this week or this well, no it has been this week cuz we try to target a week yeah. a particular week out of the month, yep. generally the third week to get together and do our recording and uh life has as usual gotten in the way and just scheduling has been
1: kind of fun, but you know, we're going to get it done. Oh, yeah, it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, we're we're in the basement and uh and heck, even Grace has joined us this time, but she's a it, 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 Seventy five. That's what <laughs> that's what SpongeBob says. What's better than seventy four? Seventy five. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she's hanging with us Sponge today. SpongeBob so. comes
2: up a lot on this show. Oh, of course, so does plumbing. Y- yes, and other things that aren't involved with indir- directly involved with arcade pinball it, machines. It's, exactly. What,
1: what's funny is we've even got feedback on the quality of our plumbing recommendations. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it's it's just all over. It's all over the board. I, so it's good stuff. That, funny
2: enough, I. I was out yesterday doing some stuff and I had the garden hose on. Uh-huh. The, the, there's two on the on this house and one on the side that two spigots.
1: Two spigots. Yeah, yes, two spigots. spigots. Yeah.
2: One on the side of the house that I've never used. Yeah. I put a brand new one in when I redid a lot of the, the the plumbing and then the one on the back of the house that I use constantly and it's got a little leak, a little drip. And I'm standing out there doing what I'm doing, looking over <laughs> at that drip thinking Man, I gotta take Whitney's advice.
3: (laughs) I (laughs) I gotta fix that.
2: Where else does that come up? You know, I'm taking your advice on something I learned about plumbing from podcasting about
1: arcades and pinball machines. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, whatever. Well, you know, that's common for Brent's world. It's it's common for both of us. It's this podcast is the gift that keeps on giving on many different levels. So, I mean, with that, it's going to be funny because when we read the the iTunes review, I about fell out of my chair. <laughs> when uh, when I read it. So it's it's quality stuff. But until we get into that dude, how has, uh how's your month been? Because uh, yeah, I mean, I've not seen you person to person since we dusted everything off and packed it all up for uh, what 73 73 th- as it would be. Yes.
2: Well, I've got a few things done in the game room the uh the space shuttle pin that I continue to talk about incessantly is still here. Its last uh mission launch was also scrubbed so <laughs> and that's fine you know it's yeah. sitting here behind me and yeah. we're we'll, going
1: give it an s t s number you yeah we're're we're yeah. about
2: we should, i wonder if there is an s t s number on that
1: I, That's a good question somewhere yes it seems to
2: me that there was i remember looking through some documentation or reading stories about that. And before Williams produced it, uh-huh. they actually went to NASA. To get a number for it? No, no, to see if if it was like a copyright thing. Oh. And because they have, you know, well, not only on the back glass, there is the artwork that represents the shuttle. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it was the art or the the little plastic space shuttle that's like right there on on the top of the ramps, um, kind of in the yeah, middle.
1: In the middle of the play field. Or it could... Top middle. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or it could be both regardless. It was the likeness and they had to go to NASA and ask about that. And I can't remember the specifics, but it seems to me as if there was something that since it was a government agency that the taxpayers paid for, Mm -hmm. that it, Somehow that made it non copyrightable. Oh. So they were okay to use the image. Oh, I, in, anyway. I see. I yeah. see.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. But
2: I don't know. I can't remember anything about STS number. Yeah. Then again, I can't remember exactly what I was doing 20 minutes ago. So, well,
1: well the good thing is we, we've got show notes. That, that's the only thing that holds this, <laughs> this show together. So, so, we're good on that. We'll never have to fear when it comes to the podcast in that regard. Yes, so we, yes. ought, we ought to be solid there. I did finally manage to rearrange the game room. I noticed that as soon as I come down. And uh, fortunately for me, I, I had spatial awareness because I'd read the show notes before I walked <laughs> down the steps. So, <laughs> look around. I, so, so I was able to look around and take it all in. But, it, dude, I will say this. Um, it's a nice rearrangement. I think it flows a lot better than than how it was set up previously. And, and not, that, not that I think it's... It, it, not that it looks to me like you've done a, a tremendous amount of, like, re-floor planning or anything. <laughs> it's just things are grouped together better, Yeah, looks absolutely. Like. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So what I, where I'm sitting right now, Whitney and I have actually got a little bit more space down here because my Tron mm-hmm. was out in the middle of, of the game room. I've got the Tron over now next to my Gorf. So I I'm pretty sure that go I know the Berserk has, but I'm pretty sure both the Berserk and the Gorf have been there since day one. That's where they were placed oh, they, when they, I first set up the game, right? They've always been there since we've been recording the show. I'll yep. say it that okay. way. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure that, that that the Gorf has been there then. The uh uh the Tron looks just right next to the Gorf. Oh with it does. The, the similar cab shapes, yep. the flight sticks. And I've got a two tigers that's in a converted Tron cab part of me wants to put that in that row for just a short period of time, like the next time I have a get-together. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't decided, because that would be a lot of moving. I'd have to do something with the Berserk. And
3: yeah.
1: Well, I'll, you know, the only thing, it may not be every cu- everybody's cup of tea, but a Satan's Hollow would, would complete yeah. the trifecta. <laughs> yep. You know that, yep. right? I know. Yeah, it really I know would. it would. Yeah.
2: There, there's going to have to be some shifting at some point in time, because I do have one other stern in that in a in that cabinet or well that similar shape because berserk is the only one that had that front door flap that i'm aware of there on the left so that you could open yeah. the door and pull out the, the board the long, set long
1: vertical board uh, but door, yeah
2: the upper portion of the cabinet is very similar shaped in a lot of the sterns i've got a um oh it just escaped me whitney what's the game where you're left to right shooter scramble yeah scramble. i've got a, a a nice scramble and then i've got another cabinet that I'm kind of holding in reserve to maybe build a game in one day down the road. Yeah. So if that ever happens, because there's three videos that sit right there, and I, I kind of have to have three videos there, I can't take the pinballs any further down because then it starts to crowd this, the my area to get into my little workshop that's yeah. sitting right behind you. Yeah. And if I go out one more pin, then it just narrows that down too much to make it easy to move stuff in and out and move yeah. around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally get it.
2: So the Tron went over there. And I had a uh, um I had a centipede where the tron was. And so what what did what did Idiot Brent do? Where'd it go? I moved it uh to the farthest point possible in the game room. Oh. One of the heaviest games yeah, it's, came it's heavy. Literally crossed the floor from from the two farthest points in the in the game room. So it's actually all the way around the corner where I had put my pole position yeah okay guys gotcha. so yeah it finishes out that back row that's along the back wall so no it's not it's not going away now i say that but i've got a really nice millipede sitting out in the garage oh you do yeah and one day mm-hmm. you know a boy can dream
3: mm-hmm.
2: one day it is going to come in to the shop and mm-hmm. kind of get gussied up mm-hmm. and then that'll be the question do i keep this really nice centipede or i keep this really nice millipede and yeah. if i keep this really nice millipede i can put a multi kit right in it yeah 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 you know, so that, that's
1: that's true and, and you know the the interesting thing about millipede is i don't know if you've been kind of watching the secondary market on those but the board prices on those are going down Berser- I mean, <laughs> berserk. Uh, berserk. You know, <laughs> <pardon. laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah, the board prices on that have really gone up. No, I even, haven't. Just even in the past six months. Now, yeah, is is it just the flavor of the month type game, or is it... I I I, th- I think there has to be some of that with it, but of course, Millipede didn't see near the production that Centipede yep. did, and I'm not really so sure how many of those really survived, but that being said... I mean, I've seen boards go north of three hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yes, board sets go north of three hundred dollars. kidding me seriously, seriously. Uh, I
2: know that you can relatively easily adapt a millipede into a centipede cabinet. It's mm-hmm. not a direct plug and play deal. Correct. There's it's a little not, harness yeah. difference. Yep. So I mean, I, I know folks that have not when they were that expensive, just mm-hmm. because of time. You know, I, I I've seen people do this years ago four or five years ago, they would source themselves a millipede board and then put the multi kit on it and then put it in a centipede cabinet because the centipede cabs, I guess, if you think about it, just from what you said, you know, the centipede cabs are more common. Oh, yeah. So you're going to get a centipede most likely than just try to source yourself a board from somewhere. Yeah.
1: You know, I had an opportunity to buy a millipede uh, probably about three years ago. I thought you had a millipede. Mm-mm, no, I don't. And I, I passed on it. And in retrospect, I probably should not have passed. It's one of those things that. It's like well the money was good um, especially considering now what the boards go for but I just I just didn't want to do I, I just didn't want to do the drive to go get it I understand that. It, it, yeah. it was it was at that point where I was kind of over the over the trips and everything mm-hmm. and it's like you know I just don't really feel like driving two and a half hours each way to go get this thing
2: is it Mach 3 that's the laser disc game that the, the laser disc runs the background and then overlaid on it mm-hmm. is uh just generated graphics for mm-hmm. the ships that you're mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to buy one of those with a little glitch mm-hmm. that honestly probably was just a wiring a harness issue fully working and you kind of had to make it you really had to work at it to make it glitch, like bounce the cabinet around or shake it a little bit. okay so it really felt to be like a mechanical thing to me, yeah and I was standing there looking at it. had the truck, wasn't a problem and I passed on it. I can't remember what it was. I just remember thinking, "Man, this is this is priced right."
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's priced right, but, but I, I still don't want I it. I just didn't I, I just was didn't just want looking
2: it. at it as something else that I knew I'd need to to work on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I I it took me about a week and I kicked myself, yeah. you know, and yeah. it was long since
1: gone at that point. Yeah, it's it's kind of the same way for me. I mean, by the time that I got back around to the Millipede, and I I talked myself in into it, out of it, into it, out of it, and by the time I talked myself into it, was kind of quote unquote committed to getting it. And of course, it was it was gone. So it's just it's just. Well, you may thinking. have just made my decision for me. I'm, I'm going to,
2: you know, in terms of, I want to keep the centipede because the centipede's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I were talking a little bit before recording where I've got a couple games out in the garage that are interesting centipedes a little common let's just be honest yeah oh yeah but i've got a couple other games out in the garage that you're not going to see every day Uh, my domino man's one that two tigers is another games that i don't know if i would give a space to in the basement at least not right now because i've had them here before and they just haven't gotten play versus something else i've put in in a hole
1: just not a lot of love and
2: and i and it's it's not like a, a time pilot where it's a me game i don't care what other what play it gets when i have people over i want it here for me yeah. you know or galaxian that's yeah. another me game yeah and i still don't even play those that much but regardless i've got a couple games out in the garage that are good for shows because yeah. i've got them i keep them in a place where i can get outload outload them out of the building really quick <laughs> yeah
1: really quick maybe
2: centipede that's where my like my cartoon theater
1: yeah you know yeah
2: maybe that's what centipede ends up yeah.
1: I, I i don't know regardless yeah, I, I get it. I mean, uh, for me, Millipede's probably the more satisfying of the two games to play. It's got a bigger track ball. Um, mm-hmm. it, to me, it's got a better sound. You know, it's just got a better sound system. It's got more colors. It's got more colors. It's it's just a bit more varied of a game. Mm-hmm. But with all that being said, I just I don't know why I didn't go get it. I I, pro- I probably should have, all things being equal. But, yeah, there it is.
2: Well, there's a lot of coulda, woulda, shoulda's out in,
1: there. It the truth. It the truth.
2: Anyway, so yeah, that it wasn't a huge arrangement, but the reason I was able to do all that or in, in prior shows for, you know, if you if you're a longtime listener or even a recent listener, I have talked about having a second tron that I was working on getting rid of. Right. And it it finally happened. You know, um I, where we left it, you know, when we <laughs> look at my show notes, when we le- last <laughs> left Bruce Sprocks Lightner, he yeah. was ready to work on the control panel, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I gave it a tore down tear down, good cleaning, groovy game gear, repro handle for the joystick, yeah. new grommet, new decal for the spinner. And you and I mentioned this a little bit off uh, off Mike Whitney, the grommet. To me, this replacement basically felt equivalent to the original grommet that yeah. came out of it it wasn't any stiffer it was i mean it to me it was a push okay other than the original one had you know it was cracking and with that old rubber will start to flake yeah. it almost come off in um like it like an, an onion like a layer of it'll start to fleck off <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: exactly so that's what
2: the original one was doing in, in anyway to me the feel was a push but the gain there obviously was the longevity cuz you get a brand new grommet exactly. and all, all all new rubber and all that. Yeah. So it just made me think of the the discussion from way back i haven't heard it talked about here recently but the the replacement bellows for like a battle zone. Yeah. You know everyone talks about the replacement bellows and how they feel kind of spongy or whatever but nobody really can tell you what it's supposed to feel like, because even if you've got a new old stock one, it's 30-some-odd years old, <laughs> you know? Yeah, So exactly. Any, anyway, uh that, that got swapped out, and I did have a, a minor, as I noted here, saga uh-huh. related to the trigger. Yeah. So it was a Groovy Game Gear reproduction flight stick. And, and I say reproduction kind of tongue-in-cheek because they i think i mentioned it in the last show when we first talked about this and we've mentioned it in shows prior they had at least my understanding is when these first hit the market years ago Mm -hmm. they had found the original molds that's how i understood it as well so it is it's not a reproduction in the sense that it's a
1: copy it's the original molds, Yeah. So it's like, a, it, I guess it's, a, it, I guess it'd be another manufacturing run off the original molds. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe. if you think about it maybe that a, way. Maybe a current manufacturing run. I, that's kind of how I would look at that, but I, I don't know if that's accurate or not. It's just kind of how I equate it in my mind. So I'll just mention here, that we're going to talk about it a little later
2: in the tech section because I got some video stuff in there and some stuff for pin and all that and a couple couple quick short topics that will help everybody out. But yeah. basically what ended up happening, and if you've never had one of those f- sticks apart, it's the same stick as in a um, a Gorf. It's in a Tron. It's in Satan's Hollow. And then I've seen it in uh, on other games. I'll talk about that a little bit more later. The There's a Leaf Switch that 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 trigger bumps against, and that leaf switch mounts on a little bracket up in the top of the switch up in the switch up in the top of the the joystick so really, if you were to actually pop out like the little Tron graphic or the little gorf mm-hmm. the little pixelated mm-hmm. red uh right where your thumb might go like if there was a, but- a button to push with your thumb, yeah if you were to pop that graphic out, you'd see the top of the mounting bracket for the leaf switch that reaches down into the body of the, the stick and the trigger hits it. The thing lasted 24 hours and it broke right off the post. Yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. So the post ends crumbled. And what it, I ended up having to do, I, I was talking with uh, Groovy Game Gear about it. It would have basically kind of boiled down to was an issue with the screws. And that's mm-hmm. a whole other conversation. and I, I'll talk a little bit more about it later because I want to discuss it actually this modification Mm -hmm. but i ended up just getting they groovy game gear offers a kit to convert them over to micro switch okay so i ended up getting that kit and then the buddy of mine that that bought the game from me i walked him through getting the control panel off he brought the control panel over to me and i did the conversion here and there's a reason i'm gonna talk about that later because it's 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 pretty simple but it kind of is, kind of isn't. Mm-hmm. So for folks that might have these games, it's it's worth mentioning.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to weigh out whether or not I should do it to mine. I don't know. So I
2: actually, uh, without getting too far ahead of myself, I bought an extra conversion. Mm-hmm. The, the kits are really inexpensive. I think I'm just going to put one in the Gorf too. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It, it doesn't feel much different. But it does have a little bit more of a solid feel to it. Does it have a, a bit more of a tactile response? It does. Yeah. Then,
1: then you know something. I would do that to my Tron and my Satan's. Well, you know, that Tron, my Tron has one in it. And so you've converted that to the micro Yeah. When I,
2: yeah. That's the first one I I put one in, and I kind of did it. Oh, Is Whitney
1: it? likes it. <laughs> Whitney
2: likes that. Whitney likes the when I did that yes.
1: one. I ordered those handles. At the same time. I wonder what it would take to haul a tron out of here by the joystick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: might ruin that. You might
1: ruin it, you, that. I, I may very well ruin that. I'm not going to do that to a buddy, but I do <laughs> but I do like the I do like the feel of that. Do now, you? So, now some people may say and kind of take a poo on it because it's not original. I actually to me I've always felt like that joystick felt mushy. It, it, it Oh, you like that? It, it, yeah, and I actually like that better. Well, I'll tell you what,
2: Whitney, here's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do. hmm When I ordered the one for the other Tron, I ordered one to go in the Gorf, and I ordered an extra one, and I'll give it to you. Oh,
1: sweet. Yeah, I'll take a look at it. So, yeah, it's awesome, man. No, I'll give
2: it to you. Oh, right on. So you can take it home and put it into your game.
1: I'll do that. Thank you. And
2: when we're done with this, after Grace
1: has sat here, she might be able to do it for you. You know something? That would be awesome. (laughs) Yes, that would be awesome. Because Daddy's challenged sometimes, you
2: know? So that's what I ended up doing. I switched it over to the micro switch uh, setup. Uh, when I had bought the the group of handles last time, and so he, Whitney's reaching over now to the Gorf and it's still got the leaf switch in it.
1: Oh, there's no contest, man. Is it, it that it, much? It, it, you know, I, 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 I think so. I say that they feel relatively close,
2: but with a little crisper f- feel on the micro switch. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I've never actually done what you did. Yeah. Yeah, I had him across the room, and I never, never thought to actually try one back and forth from the other.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm telling you, the, the you're, gonna be, I mean, you're gonna be messing with that all sorry. recording, aren't <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, the gore doesn't feel bad, but there's, there's no. There, there's no tactile feel to it it's just yep. you just pull into the bump stop until and then, it stops. Yep. until it stops and then you suppose that the leaf switch will make it fire but at least with the micro switch you can tell you have a little break over. you've just got just a just a little bitty rollover bump and you can tell that you've that you've pulled the trigger far enough so and the way it it's
2: done the way it's done it's you're not like right on the little nubbin in the in the micro switch say like on a micro switch joystick mm-hmm. where it directly actuates the little button if mm-hmm. you
1: will yeah that's on top of the
2: that's on top of the little arm yeah, so, yeah. no you've actually got an arm you get a blade on this yeah so you've got a little run out and that's probably why it's not like super clicky you know like a micro switch button you, you're actually activating the switch via a lever yeah, so you okay. got a little spring a little distance gotcha and that's that's in my opinion, that makes it a little better. Yeah, yeah, fair enough.
1: Honestly. Fair enough. So. No, I do. I like that.
2: I like that. So the Tron came out and then that freed up space and I was able to kind of move all the stuff around. And um, uh, I mentioned last month I had a pole position cab, a local collector was coming to get and that's gone.
1: Yeah, oh, well, good. Uh, good. And,
2: oh, and it is. I'm glad it's gone. It just continues to free up some space and I can, <laughs> I can just I can reclaim that little corner of the world back. So I'm yeah. happy about that. Gotcha. And here, I'll touch on a couple other things I've just mentioned in, in prior shows that are loosely related to what we've got going on here. The uh, 3D printer, I haven't touched it. I've been focused on other stuff this month. And every time I walk into that room, I'm like, man, I i I, I know right where I want to go yeah. to to try to get past the, the current little... Uh, uh bump. issue bump. Yeah. Bump is yeah. better. It's bump. not really an issue. I'm yeah. pretty sure I know what I know what I did to my setup to screw it up, uh-huh. and I just have not had the time to go in there. I, I get it. Clear the nozzle out and just you know print something. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. that can that can happen here in the next few weeks. One of the things that's taken my time, Whitney. Why don't you read that? And I sp- I for a reason didn't fill out. So you see where it says in the show notes of Creality?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a reason I didn't fill out the rest of that, because I wanted you to read that and try to figure out what that meant. So what did I have written in the show notes right below the, the, the 3D printer?
1: Yeah. A frog, a thing, and our buddy the buck converter. So invasion of the arcade bench. To me that sounds kind of like trains, planes, and automobiles <laughs> or something like that. Okay. So I I doubt I doubt I really I doubt I really hit it, but <laughs> Uh, a frog, I'd think frogger thing. I'd think Adams family and then the buck converter, naturally, what we've talked about before. But yeah, enlighten me because I don't think. Well, you've got
2: two of the three pretty darn close. Fair enough.
1: Okay, good deal.
2: So, the in this did, this invaded my, my arcade bench. Uh, I don't, at this point, maybe eight or nine months ago, my niece was Morticia Adams in the Adams family, their production of the Adams family at her grade school. And yep. the grade school that she goes to, they are serious when it comes to theater. The first time I had gone into their theater class, or excuse me, to their theater to see the the uh, production, I was expecting you know what what I was used to from when I was in grade school. We had a gym, <laughs> pretty pretty
1: loose, actually. Yeah, yeah yeah, pretty loose, well, pretty, pretty chaotic. We
2: used to before we had the gym, we had a portable stage that went in the cafeteria. Yeah. But then we had the gym, after the gym was built, the end of the gym had a stage in it. Okay? And just an area. Mm-hmm. And they'd pull out chairs on the on the basketball court floor and you'd have a, a, whatever the production was. No, they're serious. They have a they have purpose-built theaters, they have a theater department. The high school is even more hardcore, they are serious when it comes to theater. So oh, yeah, this nice. isn't just um you know something we threw together in an afternoon, but yeah. anyway, they were doing Adams' family, and their um i'm trying to think of it w- w- what his title would be the head of his theater, the head of their theater department I'm not sure of his exact title he was he was wanting thing from the Adams family to do something other than just be a hand on a skateboard they were going to pull across the floor yeah okay, so my uh emma my niece nominated me to make thing okay okay what i ended up doing was my sister her mother had this halloween thing and i'm making air quotes here and it looked like the thing hand it was kind of oversized and you'd push a button on the top of it and make this little tick 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 sound Mm -hmm. and the fingers would move it would walk so i took that i took an 80s vintage hobby grade RC car called the frog. Oh, okay. I don't know. Did you ever did you ever do the RC car stuff when you no, were younger?
1: I never did, dude. Never did.
2: I was fortunate that I I was able to have a, a couple of the higher end cars when I was okay. younger. That or, would have
1: been that would have been fine. I just It that, was that's, fun. Yeah, it that's was just nothing that my parents were ever Oh, I've
2: gotten back into yeah. it because of my nephew,
1: because yeah. of Logan. Yeah.
2: I took I've been able to take the skills though, learn I've learned working on arcade games to make to do stuff like this way better than I could when I was younger yeah. you know so there's a there's a skill set learned here and there's a little age and of course treachery as you go so it, yeah. old age and treachery exactly so long story short I had made this thing out of a frog <laughs> and I'd taken a storage tub turned it upside down blacked it out cut it out for the wheel wells and made like a little platform to cover it mounted thing on top of it and then I used a buck converter like we've talked about in prior shows uh-huh. to knock the voltage down from the battery running in the car to make his fingers run yeah, move yeah and i used a three-channel remote so you could drive him around throttle uh steering and then a button that would ma- turn his fingers on and off
1: yeah
2: yeah he he ended up well loved during the production yeah, which I'm was sure. fine I'm that's sure. what that's why i built him yeah and what i ended up doing was I uh, once i cleared the bench once the tron was out i took it completely apart i had built this in short notice so it was a it actually started off as like a parts car type deal yeah that i revitalized and got it running i busted it apart rebuilt the transmission cleaned it all up rebuilt his body and just got it all spiffy you know spiffy clean and nice and new and now i've got thing forever yeah. like, you know I, I just didn't tear him down but our family does a lot of stuff around Halloween. So yeah. that's kind of why I went and wanted to spend the time. Yeah, to really oh yeah, do that. yeah,
1: yeah. No, I bet it's pretty neat to see, you know, out running and everything. And, oh, and I LED underlit him. So yeah. I
2: took some LEDs <laughs> I had left over from some arcade projects <laughs> and uh, some of that stuff, you know, and just kind of combined that. And yeah. I.
1: LED underlidding. Yeah, now I will tell you, you got to be careful who you show that to because you know some folks in the hobby say that's not period correct. Oh, know? no, yeah. no,
2: not not. not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there, the funny thing there. It's kind of like it's kind of like arcade people uh-huh. and car people for that matter. You know, there's the purists and then there's the modders and yeah. then there's everything and anything in between. <laughs> everything
1: and, and anything in between.
2: There's a there's a weird suspension part on that car. That chassis was used for several cars. And for whatever reason, this one, the front suspension has this extra little arm on it. And that's what I used. I locked the suspension solid so I didn't have to worry about clearances and it was going to be on a smooth surface and not running really fast and all that. And I want to find out where that's from because if it breaks, I want if I'm sure it's a common car. I just don't know which car. And I'm I've really been hesitant to post a picture of it because of wondering the
1: backlash, the what social kind of media backlash, backlash I'm going to yes, get exactly
2: in the in the RC car Facebook groups. Yes, yes. because I have molested an original uh, frog. Geez, but man. Even man. You know there's a billion of them.
1: Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, there's a whole story there. Yes, is not the truth.
2: And the other thing I'll I'll touch on real quick since I've talked about the last few shows is a the thermoforming machine. Yeah. So that thing is still in the works. Since the last show, I've built the the kind of the core body of the machine. And then from this body, the legs will come attached, you know, on the bottom side. And on the upside is where the oven that'll heat the plastic that will then be drawn down on the platen that I talked about last month. Okay. That all, everything centers on this body. So I ended up making it out of uh, one by sixes with a, a little internal ledge with the intention of. I can put the platen, pull the platen out. Right now, the one I've got will handle 24 by 24 inch sheets of plastic. Yeah. I can just lift the platen out and plug in another platen to handle different size sheets of plastic. Okay. And then just make a quick adapter out of a piece of of thin plywood that that actually will adapt the rest of the machine down to, like, say, a 12 by 12. Yeah, okay. That way, if we're going to make a small part... Or a small pinball mod or something like that. I don't have to try to figure out how to optimize. I don't have to make three three copies of the buck the mold so I could do a twenty four by twenty four inch sheet, and not waste
1: a bunch of it. True, that. you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're not the sheets aren't super expensive, but they're not free.
1: Yeah, you know? oh yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, you can burn through them, but after after a while, it kind of starts to hurt. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think looking around, I want to say a twenty four by twenty four inch sheet is five-ish dollars four-ish dollars depending on how many you, how many you buy them in mm-hmm. but that'll go that'll click off pretty quick especially if you're making something small yeah yeah and there's, so, there's no, doubt. no doubt the next the next thing up is i'm going to build the legs so that now that this thing will freestand and then as part of the legs there's a shelf that goes underneath it and that's where the hardware in terms of the vacuum pump and the vacuum tank that gets drawn down. That eventually sucks the vacuum, draws the vacuum on the platen. That'll all go on the bottom half. That's that's cool. That's so. cool. And then after that, it, we start going up. Yeah. And then then that's where I got to get into the welding because I'm going to build the the frame that holds the oven and then the rack that you put the, the, the plastic in and all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing this done because we can thermoform some uh, show logos and stuff oh, like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it'll, yeah. It'll be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I got to thinking about it too. I, I don't have it on the machine
2: because my ceiling's too high, or excuse me, too low, but the topper that goes on Jurassic Park, yeah, that's how that's made. Is that is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I've got it under the machine, at, and it it's just a piece of plastic, and you can tell that it was thermoformed at one point in time, yeah, and then print printed or painted or however they I think however they colored. That's it. cool.
1: That's cool. It, it'll be neat to see. It'll be neat to see that that come to fruition. So that's, that's awesome.
2: All right, and the other little thing I've got, I haven't touched it. I, I've had it moved into the game room for a couple weeks now. And it just Ooh, keeps getting put back yeah. or excuse me into my shop. Yeah. I just keep other things keep popping up and stuff that needs to be taken care of. But my next stop, the next game to go through is my Star Wars episode one Yeah, pen. That's, that's awesome. And it's sitting right there behind you. I need to scrape up a manual, but there's really nothing wrong with it at this point. So I think I can get I I the ones that you can, you know, the PDF scans they're helpful
1: uh, but but they're they're nothing for reference they they're just kind of like poke around <laughs> yeah you know? exactly yeah. cuz they're never good scans
2: right it's all it, the thing that i always need is the thing that looks like it's just uh-huh yeah. you know munged up Munged. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah it was in the spine or something <laughs> yeah, like that exactly. and it's like oh gosh all right so i
2: will probably go ahead and pull like i know i'm going to pull the list of uh, the rubbers out of it because my plan is is to do Titan rubbers. Okay. So I'll take that list and then as I disassemble it, first of all, make sure the list is correct. And then second of <laughs> all, you know, cause it's yeah, yeah. True. And then second of all, go ahead and use that page and decide, okay, I need this color here and that color there. I'm gonna, I plan to do it like I did my Back to the Future, where I'm not going to do them just all in one color. I'll kind of color match it. I mean, if I'm going to go through the trouble of doing it, I'm going to go ahead and just do it like I want to do it.
1: Yes. Yes, you should. And,
2: and by that token, I plan to LED it. Yeah. So that's the same thing. Before yeah. I take
1: it apart. Yeah. Make, I, it, make it look good. Yeah. Yes.
2: I got my little sample kit of my Cointaker LEDs, and I'll go through, and I'll decide what colors I want in all the inserts and yeah. the like, and yeah. note all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. Other than that, the only thing I know it does need is needs to set of slingshot bleh, slingshot plastics, which isn't difficult to come by. I tell you what's going to break my heart is the trans light is faded in
1: it. You mean break your heart or break your wallet?
2: Yes. Okay.
1: I looked at it. I'm like, I think this could. You know, you, there's a hashtag for that, Brent. I know there yeah, is, yeah, yes, there ex-
2: is. exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, It's not; it's faded, and it's not as much faded as it's got that yellowy kind of look. It, we'll make sure it lands in episode seventy-five. Okay. Yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that yellowy kind of old yeah. plasticky look. Yeah, yeah.
2: They're available. What, what do they run? One hundred twenty-five dollars U.S. Uh,
1: and that's that, that's Translite. That's correct? the Translite, and it's not. Look how small
2: it is. It's not. I don't know whether it's the yeah, licensing. I yeah, don't know whether right. it's it, the number it, produced. It, it,
1: it's small. You compare that to, like, what's inside the Jurassic Park or any just modern. Oh, stern. Yeah. it's it's like it, it's like half the size. Oh yeah, it's tiny Compa- comparatively. Compar- yeah, yeah. Yes.
2: But it's one hundred twenty-five dollars, and what's what's Man. got me is Rec Bar recently got an episode one, uh-huh. a really sweet episode one. Yeah. And I just sat there and I just stared at the trans light thinking, this is going to cost me
1: $125 yes, <laughs> because yeah. it looks so good. Because it looks so good. Yeah. 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 And it's and, and the problem is after you see one that looks that good, there's no way you can be satisfied with the one that you've got yes. because, because you know the potential of what it could look like. Versus what it does yes. look like, yeah. That's the thing that has always gotten me. You know, whenever I look at like the new control panel overlays and everything like that, it's like, man, it could look so good with just a little bit of money and a little bit of time. Yes, yeah. It's it's the same thing. Only different. so I think I'm gonna have to
2: I think I'm gonna have to do it because it just it it Fair really enough. it really would make it pop that gotcha. much more. Yeah it, yeah, it would go from being a little sick. Yeah. To
1: looking really good healthy. From sick to sweet, huh? Yeah.
2: 100, yeah. And $125 is what the doctor's asking for.
1: Yeah, I, so. I got you. Well, you know, easy come, easy go, buddy. That's it's how it is.
2: So past that, last month I talked about having made a trip to the Cincinnati, I hesitate to say Comic-Con, Cincinnati Con? Yeah, yeah. And let, the reason, let me, get,
1: let me go look that up.
2: The reason I'm stuttering there is because I th- I, you looked at it and you knew what it was. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I don't totally. think you can say Comic Con because I think that is actually held by Comic Con San Diego, the big one in California. Or Cincinnati
1: L- Comic Expo.
2: Cincinnati Comic Expo. Yeah. Thank How many you.
1: times can we use two words and rearrange them to get yeah. the same thing? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Just, enough Just
2: enough to avoid litigation. Uh-huh. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's like going to circle back. That's like the thing hand. Uh-huh. When you look at it, people it kind of looks like a zombie hand because it's green and it's got like stitches on it and they're like well it looks like people have looked at it and said that looks like thing but it's thing but it's wasn't not. green i said yeah. well that's that's what you do to keep out of keep yourself out of court it's exactly you know? <laughs> right
1: yes so it's, it's like you care but you just don't care that very last degree yeah you're yeah. not gonna
2: go and get the licensing <laughs> that's
1: it so anyway it looks like the
2: next one up And I'll talk about this. I've never been. There's a Louisville Supercon. It
1: looks pretty good. It does. It looks pretty good.
2: I'm kind of interested to see from from the size of it, at least the size that it's made out to be looking at their, their website and then pictures from prior shows. I don't know if it's locally organized or if this is one of those groups that have shows across the country. Yeah, and Louisville's just a stop. And Louisville's a stop. Yeah. So and if it is, that's fine, whatever. Yeah. The organization, just just from, of course, it's pictures. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It looks like it's going
1: to be a pretty good show. So I don't know. Hopefully, I've got some good stories about that next yeah, month. Fair. Fair enough. That sounds good, man. So that's kind of wrapped me up for the month, Whitney. Well, I, you know something, my month has not been uh, has not been tremendously productive, but it has been interesting. I will say that uh, it, for for the things that I've have been able to get done, they were uh, just a, a few things that have kind of been on, on the longer term list that I needed to address. But one thing I am happy about is, and I know this may sound odd, but I wasted like zero time on stripping everything off my tna and getting it all packaged <laughs> up and i sent it all down to uh chris royalty at uh, at pinball plating down in nashville to have it uh powder coated in what he offers is and what he calls black mini tags. i
2: like your i like your uh, note here unceremoniously stripped all the armor and legs yes <laughs>
1: yes and and you know something i did it as only spock could do it i put my dolly under it i hoisted that baby in the air and i did it with zero emotion <laughs> <laughs> it was just a job, you know what I'm saying? Just so did, you, did
2: you at least put assemble it and play it?
1: Uh oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I, I, yeah. Right. I ran a few games through it just to make sure that everything was good. And Brent, let me tell you, it sounds so good, and it plays so sweet, and I, I, I can tell you that game is going to get a lot of play in in the room over the, over the years, especially around holidays and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Th- dude, I'll tell you, th- that game's a crowd pleaser. It it, it really is. And it sounds, oh, I've seen lines the, oh, at the yeah. shows. And it sounds every bit as good as you remember it sounding. I'll say well, that. Well, I'm sure it sounds better because you don't have the rest of the ambient Bingo. show noise
2: kind of competing
1: yes yeah so i am i am all kinds of stoked about the game but i but i knew that if i wanted all that done like before thanksgiving and christmas and everything like that i had to kind of chop chop and get it done because there's there's built-in time cycles for for that you can't just expect for somebody to get your parts in and go have them powdered the very next day it just just doesn't work that way so well
2: i i know we'll talk about this later we're going to be in Nashville soon. Or have you talked to Chris? Is there any possibility you can pick stuff up there and bring it home?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking that's what I'm going to do. In fact, I was talking with him a couple of days ago, and he was saying that he may actually have it done sooner than that. But I, I haven't circled back with him specifically on on that. I think what I'm going to do is just ask him to hold it. Yeah, I'm just going to pick mean, it up in Nashville because <laughs> that way I, I just don't have to lay out 40 bucks to have it shipped when I'm when I'd be in Nashville three days later. Anyway. Yeah,
2: you're you're not going to risk any shipping damage. That's exactly and right. And you're going to just cross. It in yeah in, in transit
1: that's exactly and right. from
2: what I understand I know you've got we, we've talked about this on the show before life getting in the way I know yeah. you've got some additional work travel coming up oh, I do if it's yeah. if it's a three day you're not even I, I you know, you I, you couldn't do anything
1: with it because you're gonna be it, too busy. That's right. Even you if you'll be in and around and about. That's right. Even if it showed up at the end of this week, by the time that I could do anything with it, it would be after we get back from the Grand Ole Game Room Expo, which we'll talk about towards the end of mm-hmm. the show. So, so it, it's it's kind of a moot point for me. It's so I, I think I'm going to talk with Chris and just ask him to hold it all, and then I just pick it up when when I'm in Nashville. But um, ultimately, the, the net net of all that is yes, the brand new game is sitting on my pin dolly with the play field up and no legs on it. You know, so so there there it is. But... Uh, it, it's it's good, though, from that regard, because, Bryn, I even though I ran a few games through it, I do need to clean it, you know, just from shipping and packing and everything like that and just, uh, you know, run the vacuum over it and just give it a good wipe down and, and everything like that. So I'm going to spend probably a couple of hours and just really, really go through it and just run make sure, the vacuum over it. Yeah, yeah. Just to pick up like pieces of wax and, you know, and, and, st- and stuff like that. Just, just all the stuff that either they missed, uh, they missed on the final, you know, like on the final clean job or was just due to packing materials or whatever that oh, okay. may be yeah so um so so there, there is all that so uh i'm gonna do that and then i did have some uh i did have like some spare cycles this was actually kind of easy to do while I was while i was in and out of some other stuff um Man, you know, I went to uh, I went to go work on the TNA, and I pulled my toolbox out, and this is one of those classic you get derailed by something that makes you mad yes. types of scenarios. And so this is so what what follows is exactly the net result of that. So I get my my little toolbox out, my Harbor Freight toolbox that I got that you know that has the flip down doors on it and everything like that. What I thought was actually really cool and really handy, and I noticed that um, you know I picked it up and I noticed that you know the Handle wasn't wasn't working exactly the way it was. It was getting bound up, and I thought, okay, no no big deal. Walked into my game room where I had the pin on the dolly, and um, and I, I go to use the toolbox, and I noticed that like all the inner pouches on the toolbox were coming unglued, and I guess it was the weight of the tools or whatever. Oh wow! But on the inside of the toolbox, it was starting to fall apart, and I, I just. I, I, it just made me mad. Because so
2: so to re, so that I remember this yeah. tool, this toolbox is basically vertically oriented. It's
1: a vertically oriented and tool toolbox. It, it
2: has clips on the top, uh-huh. and then you
1: unclip it, and then the top like quarter yeah. they'll open out like a wings. Yeah, it opens out like wings. It has like the little rotating combinations, and yep. you hit it like a little uh, like a little attaché case, mm-hmm. and you you pull the thumb latches, and they spring open, and then you then you're correct. It opens up like almost like gull wings. Like, so, like so that. was... So where was it separating? It I, was the pockets on the inside of the body. So it is On so, those wings or no, no, down no, no, inside no. the down inside the body. Okay, because I didn't remember itself.
2: I've seen like I've got one of those boxes. It's not a Harbor Freight box. Yeah. But when you open the 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 goal Wing doors out, if yeah. you will, yep. there's actually storage places in that space.
1: Oh no, there's there's nothing on this box. Okay. okay? That that's just empty air at that point. Okay. But but I'm talking these are like the little the little sewn stitched pockets that are that are line line either of the longest sides of the toolbox okay and they were the glue for whatever reason the the factory in china where these were made they just used adhesive to hold these to the inside of the toolbox they weren't stitched or riveted or anything like that so um Course I didn't really pay that much attention to them when I picked it up at Harbor Freight, but time has kind of taken a toll on it. And my toolbox is just kind of my toolbox just kind of became like um a box of slush. Yeah, it all fell in on itself. It all all kind of fell down on itself. And that made me like very, very aggravated. And so what I did is, and I posted this on uh on on the Facebook page. Um I, I went to Lowe's and I picked up um, a craftsman three-piece it's 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 called a rolling to, uh, storage tower but it's actually three toolboxes that latch onto each other one's a tub and then there's two boxes on top and, and i actually went with that and i just started moving everything over which into blows that.
2: my mind i mean for, for folks that aren't in the u.s craftsman has always been associated with the sears company correct and now that Sears is going away, mm-hmm. yeah, I-, I walked into a low,
1: a local Lowe's, which is, I guess, is Lowe's across the u.s or lowe's, is it lowes is affiliated um as i understand it lowes is like a sister corporation to walmart and so oh, i've never even heard that yeah so so as i understand i'm not aware it, of that at all most every uh, most everywhere that there's real estate you'll find a lowes next to next to a walmart huh. if 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 they can possibly do it yeah. i was not aware of yeah, that that's how i understand it okay now, yeah. i could be i could be totally wrong well but a, lowe's, read that. a
2: lowes is one of the big box store home improvement stores yeah. and not too long ago, I walked into a Lowe's and saw the big old Craftsman logos, and I was like, huh, well, I guess How not, about
1: that? That's where they're at now. Well, so. it's good that they landed somewhere, because uh, I'll tell you, their their tools have always been, in my mind, their tools have always been quality. I've always really appreciated the I've warranty. I've got tons of Craftsman tools. I, I do, too. I've got tons of Craftsman. And right, wrong, or otherwise, I'm a bit of a brand snob on Craftsman, and I always try to get Craftsman before I would settle for anything else. It's just It's just me. But... Anyway, so so there's that. So um, so I took that Craftsman toolbox, broke it down, and unceremoniously. Again, oh, you got the
2: Craftsman. You took the Harbor Freight one. Uh,
1: well, I well I this tower, this Craftsman tower. You you break it oh, down. Okay, it, okay. It's the three boxes that that it, the two toolboxes and kind of like storage tub. But the tub's got a couple of like hand trays inside of it, so uh, to use the word unceremoniously again, I broke it down and then I moved everything out of the craftsman box over to that, and then just took the and then of course what was a twenty minute ordeal became hours because it's like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna redo this I'm yes. gonna redo that yep. I'm gonna redo this and if where I, do I put this where do I put this yeah. where do I put that and Brent um the thing that i was looking for uh to store my crafty mech tpg and in, in the in the cables that, that that we use for them i was able to find uh, a storage bag for the crafty Mac tpg and this is this is fifteen dollars at amazon and it's for a fluke multimeter okay the 87v multimeter it's case. It's, it's a hard case from a company called caseling and, uh, and man, I'll tell you, I I use that, and um, you know, I, I've get, now can keep my crafty make TPG and the cables and batteries and everything all together in one case in the toolbox, and I, you know, so I've tried to modularize everything yep. in their own cases as much as so possible.
2: I, I really like that, and what I ended up doing is I picked up a couple knockoff fluke soft cases there you go yeah and they're they're made nicely for knockoff you know they were four or five bucks a case and i've used those for meters like to travel with to protect the meters because there's a little padding to it but i like Uh I like this hard case. This is actually pretty cool.
1: It is. It's nice because it's big enough to hold the TPG. It's big enough to give you a little extra room. It's
2: got a little mesh pocket in the top of it where you can put all your cables put it, and everything. Put all your holds cables it in.
1: and and everything like that. And and it's just nice because you've got just a little extra room to keep a couple of batteries, a couple extra nine volts if you need it. And in any way, I it, you know it's one of those things that you, you start doing one thing, you go down a rabbit hole, then you do this, then you do that. But it's awesome though because I have been able to take a couple of of my real small little pelican cases that like the hard pelican cases and I, i've been able to to um take my Weller my soldering my travel soldering iron mm-hmm. and my travel desoldering gun and I can I can now get though each one of those in their own respective Pelican case mini case and I can fit that in the bottom of the of the of the tub you know, and at it, the bottom so I, so now I can like take all my stuff with me without having to haul around three or four Pelican cases like I was we so may have this is like level up it is we it, it is we may have talked
2: about this when we got those cases, because when we ordered those cases, we ordered several for the podcast. We did, yes. And then I know you ordered several personal,
0: it, it, for, they're personal not pedi-
2: use. for personal br- uh, use. They're not Pelican brand. No, they're not. But they are darn
1: sturdy they are amazingly sturdy
2: and you and i just went through because i wanted one uh-huh. for an rc car charger yeah and all the associated accoutrement yeah. that you need for it yeah and the, the company's gone
1: do you want me to bring you an empty
3: one
2: well no you don't have to do that because honestly what i was going to do to be absolutely honest with you to circle back around and i'm going to talk about harbor freight again later yeah i was going to run out to a local harbor freight and and just get one of theirs with one of the twenty oh, okay. percent coupons. Okay, yeah, sure that's enough. that's oh, okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. But no, that's because uh, what did we decide? It wasn't. In,
1: was it MC? It was MC. Was M- it MCM Electronics? MCM Electronics, and they have disappeared. They have disappeared. It, they, it's a shame. Yeah. that they they're gone. I, yeah. I read
2: a little, and it looked like they were combined with not Adafruit with Element Element. There's element element, five, four, element fourteen,
1: f- element fourteen. Yeah, is it element fourteen? I, el- I think it is element fourteen. I
2: think it's element fourteen. Yeah, I think so. N- and they were they kind of combined and were absorbed and basically just went away. Yeah. So yeah. they they had some pretty darn nice, reasonably priced hard storage cases. Hard storage
1: cases that yep. you that you would say are quote unquote air quote Pelican cases, but they're not Pelican cases. So, yay yeah. for what yeah. Harbor Freight again. <laughs> other than yeah. your other than your experience, yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm I'm so hit or miss on Harbor Freight. See, I mean, I, and I I tell people
2: that it's like you're you can get some deals, you can get some decent stuff. I wouldn't expect a lot of, especially like their tools, to be good for like constant production type yeah, use. Yeah,
1: but for occasional stuff, right. It's all right. I, I get a lot of their
2: hand tools, and they'll go in in little mini kits that I'll yeah. build for things. Like uh-huh. I've got a toolbox for like RC car stuff. I've yeah. got a, a, a toolbox. Like if I'm going to go help somebody with a game yeah. or a pinball, I've got that. I've got uh, a, a mini toolbox for whatever. Yeah. And it's not uncommon for me to go in there and get another pair of pliers, another couple yeah. of screwdrivers, side
1: cutters and yeah. all that yeah. it's
2: stuff that I don't have any real heartburn about if I lose or somebody somewhere decides they want it more than I do, and exactly, it disappears. Exactly. exactly, so. I'll do that a lot.
1: Yeah. So, so I'm, you know, I, I did take my Harbor freight toolbox and I threw it in the back of my truck because it's going to go the dump. So it's, it's, it's landing in a <laughs> landfill, you know, somewhere, but you know, outside of that, it's, it's kind of job done. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm actually happier because I can keep more of what I wanted, um, uh, that was spread across three or four different cases now in just one roller case so i'm you know there's a lot to be said for that there's a lot to be said for that so i'm pretty happy with that um i I did spend some of brent's money this month because i did get a color dmd for my ghostbusters i was so happy when (laughs) that was released I, i actually bought that the day that uh the day that um the day that the color rom was uh was uh dropped and so um no, I'm sorry. The day that it was announced and I had it on the day that the color ROM dropped. So it does complete my lineup. Um, I, I think that I have looked, probably looked forward to this title, uh, I would say, almost more than any other with the, probably the exception of Star Trek. Um, There's always that age-old discussion of uh, do you order LCD or do you order LED, uh, me personally. I go with the LCD displays. They are more expensive, but I, I do prefer them. Are uh, they?
2: I thought the LED was more expensive. N- no, the LED
1: is is less expensive oh, okay. than, the, than the LCD. But it's yeah. not like
2: hugely. It's like...
1: No, uh, you're, you're talking 30 bucks or yeah. so difference. I mean, it's not a big difference. I, I don't know that... I went and looked at all this as uh-huh. well. And yeah. then I remember
2: having r- looked at at least two or three times... LED L- and LCD, mm-hmm. at least, just trying to. It was far enough apart where I couldn't remember what I'd learned about them the last time I looked at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I went through it all over again. Yep.
1: I can't remember having personally seen an LED one. I, I've seen an LED one one time uh, at, at a show, and I, I, I thought you can tell by looking at it that, that it's that it's LED, especially with the power a little off. bit more crisper. It, it, it is pops cr- a little more. It, it's crisper and it pops more. But that being said. Because it's crisper in it and it pops more, the, the LED it's it's a matrix and you can kind of see the matrix behind the graphics. Okay, if you at least for me, I could I could kind of make out the the, the LED matrix myself. It doesn't blend. It doesn't Let, blend it, like it the looks LCD. like a DMD. It,
2: You've got discrete dots, discrete yes, pixels. Yes,
1: gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. And and for me, that that kind of stands out just a little bit, but. The one thing I'll say is the LCD is nice and bright, but it it also just feels a little harsh to me just from the, the LED is the, nice and bright. It, it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I say LCD? Yes, you did. I, okay. Strike yeah. that. I meant the LED is nice and bright, but it just feels a little harsh to me. The LCD for me is easier on my eyes and I prefer the the kind of the matte. Look that that display mm-hmm. has, okay, and it's it, it, I it's, can see it, where it would look smoother it's, it, bingo it looks smoother, and on top of that you've got scaling options inside the software that is just impossible to do with the led because the led is a discrete matrix, yeah rows and columns, and that's that okay, but uh anyway, all that being said, uh I did get LCD. um and and I'll, I'll admit the leds are definitely the I think the future direction. But uh, I, I will say this. Uh, I was emailing with Randy Perlow, the guy who owns Color DMD, runs Color DMD, and he told me about a, year, a year-ish a year ago that they would eventually be phasing the LCD displays out in favor of, of LED. I was about to ask you, yeah. and this goes
2: back to I've researched this a couple times mm-hmm. and don't remember. Mm-hmm. I thought one was going away.
1: Yeah, yeah, the LCD, I think, will, will eventually be sunset let's put it that way so i wanted to make sure that i got that, an lcd because that's what i've got in all that my just other seems games.
2: weird because i would have thought lcd had been here to stay and yeah. led would have been more trouble to deal with yeah
1: well uh, you know i, I, whatever, I guess yeah. yeah i guess it's probably just manufacturing uh costs and, and things like that but uh, but anyway that that was a conversation with with randy via email uh, a year or so ago but um, I mean it's not happened yet, and I, I don't know that I don't know that I can lend any timeline to it. I'm just I'm just kind of recanning the conversation, paraphrasing the conversation that we had. But uh, nonetheless, I did buy LCD for mine, and I, I'll I'll include these in the sh- in the blog post for the, for the episode. But you know, just going back and looking through this, you know the the YouTube video is just fantastic. Um, there, I'll include a link to um, the Color DMD blog where they talk about the difficulty of the coloring process for for ghostbusters and it, it it is one thing that I that I did want to uh, bring out or call out I mean in looking through that blog point uh, that blog post just a couple of items that really kind of stuck out to me some of the text it says you know at the point Ghostbusters uh, was work in progress it said at that point this is a year ago Ghostbusters was a work in progress and though we knew we had some time to go we didn't fully appreciate the depth and detail Stern packed into the Ghostbuster animations where Star Trek was technically difficult Ghostbusters runs deep huh. and, and, and I thought that w- I thought that was interesting it's it, it and so they go on to say similar to Star Trek Ghostbusters took a team effort with color DMD Chris uh, Enright taking the lead early development by Mark uh, Jarzwiak and Randy Perlow providing additional help where needed further enhancements were made to the coloring engine to manage the dynamic colorized text that appears across Ghostbusters uh, 12 main modes and wizard modes along with the structural changes to the processor to aid future development so it's interesting, and last thing, many of the techniques developed uh, to complete Star Trek came in especially used for, for coloring uh, Ghostbusters' abundant incorporation of 3D-rendered animation sequences. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where when you read through that, you you see the video, and then you see, the, you know, the uh, the i guess the end of the you know the, the end result of what they did with ghostbusters and, and i appreciate it even more because obviously this is one that took time to get to market and it seems like there's good reason for it so so all up brent that's that's pretty much my month um well you know i'd forgot something where i spent some of your money oh how how about it
2: because as of two o'clock today i bought oh a, yes. i bought I am now the proud owner. Yeah. I don't have it, but I've actually gotten shipping notific or not shipping notification, but a notice from the seller that they will be shipping tomorrow. I
1: now own a Fluke ninety ten A. Welcome to the club. It's it's going to be fun. I, I you know I've got mine, and admittedly, I've not had the time to delve into it. But the main thing is, is that you have one, yes. and that you will be able to delve into it because uh, in in that. Type of equipment, you know, knowing is half the battle. So, yeah. you know, or having. I could do a little battle. pod rounding up. Uh, I, it's always what well, that's the challenge. I think
2: you've got uh, help for me on a, on the Z80 side. I do. Yeah. And then I need I to cover, cover you on that. I need to cover, cover the 6502 side. And yes, yes. I think I'd be really happy at that point. I, I think so.
1: if you've got the Z80 and the 6502, you've pretty much got, I bet you've got 85 to 90% of your cases covered at that uh, point. I think I would agree. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so no, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I know that it took some wheeling and dealing for me to get mine. <laughs> I mean, I went through uh, a couple of units and selling pods here and selling pods there before I finally got my dollars down right on mine. But, uh, it, you know, it, it's just like, it, you know, Brent, I'll, I'll equate it to like buying a lot of games. You know, in order to get three or four of the games that you want into money, You've got to work through everything yeah, else, and that, that's kind of the way it was with with my fluke. But I, i've I've got it I've got it down to where it's in the money, so I'm happy with my setup as well. But uh, seriously, congratulations! Well, thank you. Yes, I'm I'm g- g- happy
2: to be in the club, and I can't wait to get the t shirt. I'll wear it with pride. <laughs> wear
1: it with pride. That's it. <laughs> That's it, dude. That's that, That's all I've got. You know, they say money can't buy happiness, but it does buy progress. How about that? <laughs> it does buy a Fluke 9010A. It, it
2: will buy a Fluke 9010A and, and, and a Ghostbusters color, color DMD. Ghostbusters <laughs> color
1: DMD. Yeah. If that's not happiness, you know what? No. I don't want
2: to be happy. I don't want
1: to be happy. How about that?
2: <laughs> All right, Whitney. So I know I talked a little bit about the the flight stick replacements from Groovy Game Gear earlier. And I got a few other things to bring up that uh, fit both the video and the arcade side of the house. Yeah, it looks and, like and, you've added some, yeah, some comments did. to it as well. I so, did.
1: I added just one one part while we were talking about uh, some work lights. But yeah, you know, it's good cool. stuff. Let's do it.
2: So yeah, let's slide into uh, the tech and the spend my money
1: I, I, section. We, we, we go easy on you this month, dude. It was actually kind of, <laughs> honestly, going, kind of a hey, slow month.
2: I've gone rough on myself well, this month, as have Not I. Not just so, with the fluke, but yeah. with a lot of other stuff. I, so I,
1: I get it. I get it. So yeah. So this this episode lands lands nice and soft. Oh <laughs> yeah.
2: Whitney, before we spend any of my money, yes, sir. I was actually going to say, I think I should spend some of yours with this, but at this point, you're probably
1: all set up and ready to go. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But I, I will wind up spending more money. That That's just unavoidable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How <laughs> so, about that? Well, I was talking specifically about the groovy Game Gear
2: flight stick joystick handles for Tron. We talked about it a little bit in the first uh, part of the show. And I wanted to cover a little bit more about him here for folks that have these games. So, (laughs) <laughs> whitney's got a new toy over there oh, that we'll talk and, and about and i'm telling minute. you i'm loving
1: it too he is
2: enamored yes with
1: i am highly highly
2: impressed He's, with that uh, i was impressed with it yes he is hopefully you will be too we'll get to it in a
1: minute yes definitely so, but it's so distracting it's yeah. like, I, I, it kind of is it's like come on whitney back back, back around buddy push back the button around, push the push button, button you know, turn it, it off but that I, i'm telling you, that that's facebook uh page post material okay. right there we'll for work, sure we'll yeah. get to it right after this commercial okay break, sounds now. good
2: All right. So to circle back, what we're talking about is those flight stick handles from Ruby Game Gear. and So if you've got a Tron, a Satan's Hollow, a Gorf, and I've seen these on other games as well, on, on other Bally games, the dedicated two tigers has four of these things on them. And what it is, each Uh player has like this double... I've never seen one in person. I've seen the pictures. The pictures look kind of cool. They've got this yoke thing, kind of like a Star Wars yoke, but not. Instead of having the little handles like you've got on a Star Wars yoke, it's got two of the black plastic Gorf-style sticks on it that the player holds on to. I don't know if each one has a trigger, if... One has a trigger for your. F- I, I have I no know. idea. I
1: I've never played that game back in the day, and uh, you know, I mean, played it in Mame and watched YouTube videos on it, but I just, I just have zero, zero feeling. I, I mean. Association yeah, it was, or affiliation with it. I've so. got one is
2: it was a conversion I mentioned actually earlier, yeah. even the show, it was a conversion on a tron. I've never seen a dedicated one. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. what's really funny, it just occurred to me. You know where else I've seen that that exact flight stick? I mean the the exact flight stick. Uh-uh, where at there was a game that my nephew and I played at Disney Quest a couple years ago oh. when we were at Disney. Okay. Okay. And it was it wasn't an arcade game. It was one of these deals where you go into a room. And you're like a pilot and a co-pilot
1: Oh, oh I see. So this, it an attraction. it's an attraction. There you go. Yeah. It's an attraction.
2: Yeah. So you go into this room. You're a, you're a pilot and a co-pilot. One person can be the driver. One person can be the gunner. And you're running this ship thing, like a walker deal yeah. on this planet. Oh, that's cool. And you're defending yourself and you're defending these survivors of this wreck and you've got to walk to them and rescue them.
0: Okay. So you're
2: you're navigating this terrain, you've got a like I said someone driving and someone shooting and that game, the interface into that game, the joystick handles yeah. was the was that? Okay. It was it was the black version of the <laughs> of the stick from that's, a It's Kind of cool. I walked in that room and it, it's all set up where it's like you're in this ship and the first thing I I'm like those are Bally handles from a gore. Yeah, that's funny. You know, so it kind of it took me out of it. But regardless, so I, I don't know where else these are used, but I know they're used on a lot of the games that, that we have in our collections. And the, the micro switch kit is what I want to talk about real quick. The kit is $7, $6.95. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. It comes with the micro switch. The micro switch is on this little adapter plate, if you will. And then it comes with a little spacer. What happens is is when you take that stick apart, it comes in two halves, your right and your left half. The right half has a couple pegs built into the casting that I don't know if they were structural, honestly, yeah, yeah. they're just, they're there. Okay. I, I don't, as many times as I've had one apart here recently, I don't even think they line up with something on the other side of the stick. My bet is is they might have had something to do with the molding. Maybe they were, that's how the plastic entered the mold and they're just left out. I I don't know. Yeah. Regardless, they're there. Okay. Okay. So, what you do is the spacer slides over one of the pegs and it basically takes up the excess space that the micro switch fills on the other peg. And then the whole assembly slides over the pegs together. And that's what holds them into place. You don't screw anything in. You, they, it, it's a friction fit. Okay, okay. Gotcha. So it's pretty easy to physically put in. You do, however, have to solder the wires on. And that's where it gets a little tricky. Tricky in that the lower tab will actually contact the metal shaft that comes up through the control panel that the the stick halves screw into. What you have to do is you just kind of have to give the lower tab on the switch that you're soldering to a little tweak. Okay. So you got clearance, so you're not grounding you're not shorting to it. And what I did on on the ones I've installed is before I soldered the wire on, I slid a little heat shrink tube over it, soldered the wire on, pulled the heat shrink tube up and let it shrink over. Yeah. So that I had a, a physical barrier to a short to that center shaft, yeah. okay? So it's a little tight. And the only thing that I've ever really kind of worried about is maybe breaking those pegs off. I've had to to fit a couple times until I got the the wiring just right where I liked it. But they seem pretty resilient. I haven't had any real issue with them, and I've just taken my time and been patient. The fit is really good. Yeah, so okay. it's not like you're going to have slop in there.
3: Yeah,
1: When it, it goes on, it goes on right and tight. Right and it's tight. It's good to go. Okay. Well, I, and, and that's that's good to hear because there's always, I guess, a question when – some, when any company repro- I'm just going to use air quotes around this reproduces something like that joystick, and then they immediately have a kit to address a problem with their reproduction. That, that's and I'm not going to say it's a problem with their reproduction. I, I well, guess it's it's a problem. It, maybe it's a problem with the the internal design, or maybe. Now, they, are you talking about the problem
2: that I had? In yeah, Russia?
1: yeah. So h- here's my read on that. Yeah.
2: Whatever it, whatever screws ended up being used in it, I obviously used the wrong screws. Okay.
3: Because my okay. take
2: is, and this goes back, and I, I'll say it again, this goes back a little bit to the remote control car hobby that I've kind of gotten back into with my nephew. A lot of those kits, you get a, a coarse thread screw, and they cut their own holes mm-hmm. when you screw into the plastic. That's yeah, true. <laughs> okay? Yep. And one of the little tricks there that I've learned is you actually take a little chapstick, and you rub it on the threads of the screw, and it helps cut the hole a lot better. Oh, seriously? So, yeah, a little chapstick. A little just, chapstick. Just a little chapstick. Okay. And it'll help. It helps with the assembly uh, on those uh, on the huh. unassembled models. Interesting.
1: Okay, learn something every day. That's basically
2: what you have to do in this flight stick. Okay, it's a it's an uncut hole, and the screw has to tap it. Okay. Yeah. And when you look at it. It's obviously a different plastic than like a model car. It's a little bit, even though it'll take a beating in use, I'm just going to go with it's a little bit more brittle. And obviously I've used the wrong screws and it was, what, however it cut the threads, I think what happened is is it ended up expanding that hole a little bit okay. and expanding that stem and after just a little bit of use, it was weakened and it just cracked.
1: I see. Okay, all right. Okay, well, if, if fair enough. And, and fair enough. Then. The,
2: when I put it on the Tron, the Tron actually had a Gorf stick on it. Yeah. So it had already been monkeyed with.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I don't know the genesis of what was uh, of all this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm going with the benefit of the doubt. The screws were wrong. Yeah. Okay. It didn't do its job. It didn't do the job that it needed to be done in that situation. The reason I think this kid exists is Groovy tends to – they tend to appeal to the, the main market, the build-your-own-game market. The not, they're, they're not in the restoration area, per se, other than they happen to make this stick. Yeah. So, to me, that stick – Falls into their their flight stick section for somebody making a like a main cabinet or some other kind of cabinet or do yes. your own you know yeah. build your own game or right, right. Uh, a uh, um, a uh, scratch built game and someone's writing coding on their own on a Raspberry Pi or whatever yeah so they're assuming that their customer doesn't have a Gorf or a Tron and they don't have that special little tab little bracket and the the correct length leaf switch that would line up with the trigger so they offer an alternative okay yeah we're gonna sell you the stick we're gonna sell you this button this you know the micro switch conversion and all you basically have to come up with is whatever you want to contrive for your base and you know Take a mic and measure the inside of that stick and figure out what kind of shaft size you need. Okay. And you're right. done. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, build your own. So I think that's what the genesis of the kit is, honestly. You've tried them. You like them. As we often do, we wandered on topic. I don't know if I actually got the, the whole thought out. But when I bought the last set of sticks that I that I purchased, I'd only purchased at that time, one of the micro switch conversions because I wanted to try it out. And that's the one that's in my Tron. Yeah. okay. And, and I'm sold on it. So that's why when it came time to correct the stick that. My buddy now owns, what I ended up doing was I took his stick apart, and I went ahead and flecked off the rest of those little broken ends. Yeah. I dressed it a little bit. Honestly, you have to stick your head way up inside the game and look back into the (laughs) stick to even see... (laughs) even see it, yeah. Into the stick to see those pegs. Yeah. But I went ahead and dressed them so that you... If you took it apart and looked at it, it looked pretty darn nice. yeah. Yeah. And then I converted it over to the micro switch, like mine, to you know resolve the issue that he was having, okay, and I went another twenty four hours and didn't hear from him, so still <laughs> so everything's good yeah. well, actually, he went on vacation so. yeah well let's yeah. put
1: it let's put it this way if, if for something to fail after twenty four hours that that's just suspect right off the bat, yeah, so and I guess that's probably some of the some of the justification behind behind my my statement or maybe no, i understand at least, at least my perspective I, I, how about I, I, that i agree.
2: i i would also say that i'm taking a lot of this on my own nose okay fair enough you yeah, know fair enough
1: yeah i mean it happens to us all trust me <laughs> i'm a, I'm living example I, I, i'm with yes. you
2: I, i'm yeah. not 100 percent sure it, it did what it did and at this, at the point that I was at, I had a couple options. I was fearful because of, I didn't want to run into the same thing again. Is is was my deal? I didn't want to get another stick, yeah, and then have the exact same problem. Yeah. So I was real happy that my buddy was like, "Okay, yeah, that's what he'd played my game quite a bit at yeah. one of my get-togethers." Yeah. So I was like, "Let's go with that," because then that completely eliminates any other questions that it does of. What what the what the issue is with the screws? Yeah, okay, okay? all right, fair. And enough. here we are. But nonetheless, yeah. so if you've got one of these games, man, it's worth the seven bucks. Groovy has a few other things. If you're more of a collector, more of a restore person, that also would fall in our camp. If if you want to try to m- make the shipping kind of worth it, or if you got a couple buddies that that have those games as well, get a couple of the kits and just split it all up, and then just you yeah. know. I would say do it. Like I said, I'm going to do the GORF as soon as I can. And I've already handed Whitney one of the kits so he can do one of his games. Uh,
1: And and I'm, I'm looking forward to it now. So yeah, thank you.
2: All right. So here's the next thing I wanted to touch on real quick. And this, this crosses arcade and pinball. And I've used this extensively in some pinball work here recently. And that is spending some of my money and not a lot, honestly, No, 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 not a lot on a darn good work light. Yeah. Uh, Whitney was just looking this up in the break on eBay. So this should also be something that you hopefully you can get if you're outside of the U.S. as well. What I'm talking about is this light, this work light from a company called Braun. B-R-A-U-N. Shaver Company. Uh, yeah, like the Shaver yeah, Company. Just like the Shaver Company. <laughs> spelled yeah. the same way. Spelled the same exact way. And it's the Braun 390 lumen work light. Part number 63958. So don't worry about all that. We'll have links in the show notes. Where these have really kind of hit here stateside is Harbor Freight has carried them. I think because Whitney's... Mine actually came from eBay. Whitney's found them on eBay a little cheaper than Harbor Freight. I think this is one of the rare Harbor Freight... Well, it is almost Halloween. (laughs) It
1: is almost Halloween. Yeah, it is.
2: I think this is one of the rare Harbor Freight items that isn't a house brand type deal. Ooh. Well, I
1: was going to say the reason that it's so good and comes from Harbor Freight is because <laughs> Harbor Freight didn't make it.
2: Yeah. So, ba-boom. Da-da-da. Yeah,
1: exactly. Sorry. If,
2: if you've got a Harbor Freight, you know that they've got a handful of house names like uh, Chicago Electric, Chicago Pneumatic. There's one they've got over in their air compressor world now called Diablo
1: which I don't. I don't know how. Of I don't know how the dark. The names. I don't know what? how the
2: dark prince Satan
1: <laughs> is. Is an air compressor branding?
2: Yeah, hilarious. Well, see, another. Speaking of that, like if you go over at least in my local Harbor Freight, you go over the air, air compressor section. Yeah, they've got the the standard. You can tell it's kind of Chinese, yeah, kind of packaged fittings yeah you know and then right next to it they've got another brand and the brand name escapes me but they are super nice and they're (laughs) really inexpensive the packaging is light years ahead of the neighboring standard harbor freight branded pieces yeah and i've bought some like the um i don't know exactly what they're called the quick releases like that goes on the end of an airline air hose yeah i've bought a few of them and they are that's that's typically a commodity type thing, yeah. really really cheap thing you yeah. get. Yeah, they're really nice, nice yeah. precision made. So there's Harbor Freight starting to bring in some other brands. It's good. And, and I that's think that's where this light comes from. Yeah.
1: Whitney, you said you just saw that light on eBay for like 26 bucks, 26 bucks with, with three, like three and a half dollars shipping. So you're still going to be in it for twenty nine fifty to yeah, 30, bucks. but it's to your door, but it's to your door. Let's say $30 to your
2: door. Okay. The normal price to Harbor Freight is 35 bucks and then every once in a while you can you'll get a coupon if you're on their mailing list and i think everybody in the world is on their harbor freight mailing list even even if you're not in a country that has harbor freight
1: you, i've seen the coupon <laughs> cuz oh, oh yeah yeah you can be you can be in a hole in in turkey and get harbor freight coupons there
2: are memes of the harbor freight ads yes it is that bad it's that bad it, i go into harbor freight and they ask me for my email address i'm like i already get your coupons and he's like what well, if you don't, you know, then their then their reply is, if you don't give us your address, you'll fall out of the system and you won't get coupons anymore. You yeah. won't get our flyers. I'm like, and I, this is what blows their mind. Cause I tell them this every time I'm like, oh, cool. I'm not going to give it to you because I want you to send me less. Yes. And they don't know what to do. Yeah. They freeze. I, I get, sometimes I get too copies of the same if not three of the same booklet <laughs> oh, I, anyway I, i'll get them as well i mean i get so many coupons I, I can't use them people are like what are y'all talking about yeah you're talking about a light or what yeah
1: exactly so it, here's <laughs> the
2: deal on this thing you could get coupons this is where i started they'll <laughs> offer one for like 20 bucks a coupon for my kingdom
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> show, but, title, show
2: title right yes there. yes these lights apparently are, are a hot enough ticket where i've gone in it's like okay i got the coupon well we don't have any
1: of, of the brawn lights? Sh- lights. lights? Of the lights. Of the shader lights? Of the lights. Yeah. So. I better go buy a couple of them now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if, you, if you can get it, if you've got
2: a coupon for 20 bucks and you've got a Harbor Freight and they've got it in stock, take it. I don't know if it's a supply thing or the word has gotten out. Before I went and bought it because of the conversation we had earlier about Harbor Freight, I Googled it and I looked at a f- watched a few review videos, and that's what ended up selling me on it. And that's why I actually just eBayed the thing because I. Ebay it for less than i could uh, buy a couple dollars buy it retail at harbor freight yeah i don't think that they're they're average you know the the run-of-the-mill 20 percent off coupon that you get in other flyers, I'm pretty sure it doesn't apply to those either. Yeah, pro- probably not. I, I remember it,
1: It's too nice. Yes. Yeah.
2: When I when I bought that thing a couple, I, I think I've had the thing at this point, Whitney, maybe not two months, maybe six weeks or so. Okay. I want to say I looked at the 20% off and it had an addendum. It does not apply to this, 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 yeah. and Braun. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. There, so there you are. You're, eBay's your best bet. Yeah. Yeah. It,
2: especially if you don't want to, if you figure in travel time, yeah. just the effort of having to go get it.
1: But I, I, honestly, I'd just rather click click a few times and then just have it show up like four days later and be done with it. And then I'm on with life, you know? So, so what makes this thing so awesome? It's really solid
2: constructed. Whitney's got it over there. He's got mine at, at the table. That's what he was playing with earlier. It is a cob LED light with a little mini LED flashlight on the end. So you, you turn it on and you got bright. You hit it again, you got a little dimmer and you hit it again and you got the flashlight. So here's the cool thing. I don't know what little bit of logic they've got in there, but you don't have to go through that cycle every time. So if you turn it on and you got it on bright and you use it for whatever period of time, I've never timed it. You turn it off, you go do something for a minute or so. Whatever the timer is, you turn it back on a few seconds later. You don't have to go through that whole cycle. Oh no! Nice. It, it'll give it back to you bright. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like you have to click, 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 click every time to get whatever you want. It doesn't pick yeah. up where it left left off. Because most every other light is
1: is very um, stupid in, yes. in that yeah. regard. Yes.
2: So it's got a round wand like handle, and then the cob LED is on like this flat bill like a duck bill that sticks out the end narrow like plank if you will and it that rotates and it also bends uh or or uh, um not bend it what's the right word here tilts yeah it It tilts up to like 90 degrees it's got several little detents in it where it'll stop it's
1: articulating is what it is yeah articulating with detents
2: in the very bottom of it it's magnetic and that's a pretty darn strong magnet i've used that a lot of times to reach up into a machine and grab a pinball, yeah, it'll hold a pinball with no problem. Oh, it's nice. strong enough. Wow! Uh, to like to empty a ball trough, like on a stern where you've got where it's got a, a a up kicker. You know, I'll reach in there and I can hit it with my finger. And sometimes it's hard to get in a rhythm where it'll actually sh- set it over in the in the shooter lane. It'll just fall back down in there. So I'll just I'll grab the ball with that light bam out clear the clear the ball trough but where it comes in really handy is with that magnetic base you can stick it anywhere yeah that, that if is
1: that is nice
2: if you're in a video game i don't know if i would stick it on the bottom of a monitor frame
3: Mm-mm,
2: because no. it, it stands it's strong enough where i feel you might have to degauss it later <laughs> yeah it, i can see it where it would affect yeah. the monitor yeah but I've taken that thing and stuck it to a little bit of a, you know, wh- where I could wedge it in on like the base of a flipper mech. And then I can light the whole underside of the play field. I've stuck it on the bottom side of a pop bumper assembly, just stick it right on there. Yeah. I've stuck it to uh, the bottom plate, like the reset plate area of a drop target assembly. And I can move that thing around and it it'll light in a, uh, a pretty dark space it'll light darn near the entire underside of a
1: play field yeah that, that is nice
2: it's really small as well. So I've used it quite a bit in, in arcade games, just take it, set it down. Like if I'm doing something and it's dark in the game and I need to get to the board in the bottom of the cabinet, it's heavy enough where it'll stand on its own. I've just stood at the bottom of the game Yeah. or you can just turn it on and lay it in the game. It'll light up the inside of the game.
1: Yeah. That is nice.
2: And I'm, I'm making such a big deal over this because I have gone through uh, several iterations of lights as have I. Trying to find... This is the best thing I have found so far. Yeah. I have gone... Have well, you know, you've seen the little pocket clip LED lights, mm-hmm. Whitney? that take like two or three A's and they've got maybe
1: five... And they look like a toothbrush. Yeah. Imagine yeah. a toothbrush, but instead of bristles leds yeah and they've got a magnetic and they're, shorter. Ba- they're shorter and they yeah. got a magnetic base those are nice don't get me wrong those are nice but they're not that nice
2: no i've gone through those and you know before i know it i've got them clipped to my shirt uh-huh. that i can't get them stuck to something where i can get the light in a right angle i like yeah. i'm holding them in my teeth
1: yes and it's that, a that me yes me as well
2: and i'm like this doesn't work yeah. and then i've gone to other rechargeable lights that just with like little hooks that hang and they just, I've thought about, I've i have had plug-in desk lights I've put in games. It just, it just didn't work. This thing has been unbelievable. Yeah, and
1: it's its nice.
2: I, I bought the first one as a trial. I think you said you're going to buy a couple. I'm going to buy. I'm, I'm going to buy. A, I'm going to buy gonna gonna a, at least another one. Yeah. The other thing that's really cool about this is the way it's powered. It, it charges via USB. It comes with a cable, just a standard USB cable, but you'll have to get you either have to plug it into a PC or plug it into a phone charger or something. Yeah, something. They don't give you the charger. But the cool thing about this versus the, its competitors, there's a few other lights in this market that cater more to the automotive industry that are twice as much. This thing takes a standard battery that you can remove. And this battery is the it's a the standard part number is an 18650. What you have to know is there's two versions. There's one with a little button on the top, you know, like you have on like a double A battery. And then there's another version that's flat on the top and the bottom. That's got the button top. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So imagine a double A battery sized up by like three. That's about what this thing looks like. Okay. But they're an industry standard battery. They're very common for people that vape. They're using those vape pens. Yeah. You can get those batteries. You can get a couple Samsung or LG branded batteries with a little charger for under 20 bucks. You know, you can charge that. You can have that thing on a USB charger and you don't you don't have to worry about the thing dying and then being out of pocket while it's charging because it's sealed and has some kind of proprietary setup
1: in it. You know, the the thing about it is is I can see very quickly moving over to this is like a standard for lights everywhere yep. because I could swap batteries. I can charge batteries. I can charge these things, you know, have one in a vehicle, one in your toolbox, one around the house, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you, you, you'd always have batteries for it because your batteries would be useful in all of them. The other, the old, this is a gateway drone <laughs> is what this you gotta is. you got to have those everywhere. everywhere. Well, you've got me thinking too. The old lights that I was
2: using before that, they were, they were USB chargeable. They were sealed in that. I mean, I guess if I took them apart, I could get to whatever the battery was. Yeah. That you just unscrew the base
1: just like a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, and you it's know? done, like a mag light, and it's done. And they uh,
2: didn't have a magnetic base, da, 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 all this other stuff that I already mentioned. I've got them upstairs in my back room on a charger as like an emergency light. Mm-hmm. I'm probably good. Now that you say this, I'm probably going to end up, if I'm going to buy one, I'll probably buy two or three yeah. and keep them around the house. That's exactly right. Because you, you put a 2 or $3 cell phone, you you marry it with a 2 or $3 aftermarket cell phone charger from the bargain bin at your local Walmart or equivalent. Yeah. And you can leave it in the laundry room.
1: Yeah. Or wherever. Or wherever. Yeah. It's, I'm telling you that that they're really, that's the find of the show. I really like that light. Yeah. So can you tell I like that light? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can probably tell I'm enamored with the light. So you put some notes in here too. You've, this, this a, a craftsman. Yeah, so so here's so here's a second one that I picked up this month just to try it out. And and I and I do have to admit I am a flashlight junkie. Okay, and and I'm 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 a closet flashlight queen. Okay, when it comes to all this, <laughs> because I've got tons of flashlights, and and that is something that I have never ever felt bad about buying because it's like you will always have a use for a flashlight, always. And so, uh, I did pick this up, again, at Lowe's, and this is a Craftsman, and the model number on this is a CMX LAAF1. Now, this is a 1,000 lumen LED work light, okay? Now, the thing about this is that uh, it is... is So, this sounds like it's a little bigger it, at it's a thousand. Bi- it's, it's bigger and it's definitely brighter than it's definitely brighter than the brawn. But Brent, what this one would be useful for is area illumination. Okay? Gotcha. Not 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 it, like working on a game illumination. I would I would figure this if if you were out like loading games in the dark and you needed some light somewhere okay. and or if you needed to be able to light like a staircase while you're while you're pulling games in and out or whatever the price on this was about thirty dollars well, it, it wasn't bad at all um, it, it when you take it out of the package um, it, it to describe it is really actually kind of tough because it looks more like a it looks like a stop sign it's it's in an octagonal shape but take the stop sign put your hand on the top of the stop sign and put your hand on the bottom of the stop sign and then compress the stop sign okay to where it's about a third as tall is is what it normally would would be and this has got an led bar light that goes that runs the the horizontal that runs from one side of the of the octagon from one side of the octagon to the other and so you flip it over and it does charge with a standard micro usb uh connector the interesting thing about this is that it also has a, a USB Type A port on and it. I was, I was like an, an output port where you oh. could use you could actually use this to charge your phone, or charge your brawn, or charge <laughs> or charge something. When well, I first saw that, I thought maybe that it, it could
2: charge on with either port type. Um, it's an in and out. An, it's, it's an in and
1: out. It's, an it's an in and out. An That's gotcha. exactly right. Now, I don't really know that this thing would provide. Uh, I mean, I've not measured it or anything. I don't really know that this thing would provide like from dead to full charge three times on your average iPhone or something like that. I kind of doubt it would. But but the interesting thing is it's a power source if you needed it in a pinch is what it is. Or this would be really good to have in a vehicle if you were you know stranded somewhere or you needed light. To like, I don't know, Brent, heaven forbid, like get under your truck or something like that. You know, that, the, again, this is good for, this is good for area illumination. Yeah, you be, don't
2: want to, I don't think you want a thousand lumen star, staring
1: you in the face. Yeah, you
2: don't want to put that in the bottom of a, like it, around the coin bucket of a pinball
1: machine no. shine up at the play field. Shining That's, up. No, no, no. You, you no. probably end up with a huge shadow. <laughs> yeah, you'd end up with a huge shadow. Oh, it's got and, a carry and, handle, too. It, well, the carry handle actually kicks back to where you can you can put this on the ground or on a flat surface, and then you can vary the angle that, that, it, is that, cool. it, that it throws at. Okay? Again, it's not the brawn. I don't think the use case for it is exactly what the, the bronze use case is. But now that I've seen this Craftsman light and I've seen the brawn light, they would actually be rather complementary to each other if you need if you had a need for it. And I've always got a need for a flashlight. Well, That's I'm the thinking bad part about, about
2: it, just like you said. If you're loading a game and it's evening, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many times we've dealt with this. Like it shows, and you're
1: fighting. You know you're fighting the loss of daylight exactly wh- while you're trying to strap stuff down right. or this or that It's yes. either
2: your vehicle, your trailer, or you're helping somebody and they got a big rental van and they got the van, the light doesn't work. yeah, exactly you know, this,
1: this and it's only like 30 bucks thirty bucks. I- I'm telling you this is this has got use for those certain scenarios when you could really use a lot of light. Okay, and and that's it. So, so there you go, Brent. That that's my my addition. That's my addition to the Braun discussion. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, solid so, solid score this month, man. Solid score. Well, I you're gonna have to you're gonna end up buying at least one, if not multiples of
2: those. I think I'm still making out better here, Whitney, because. I think I'm just going to end up with one of these, whereas you're probably going to end up with about eight or ten of
1: them. Bing, <laughs> the yeah. yeah, you'll pick up one Craftsman. I'll pick up five bronze <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. And, uh, ultimately, over time, we may actually balance out Brent by the still, time it's all said and done, but
2: Brent still wins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. So well, why you're
2: Come on, let's spend some more of my money. Yeah, let's go. Right, while we're, let's, why, let's why, why, why you got me in a spending mood?
1: Yeah, so the good thing is, man, there's only two items this month, so like I say, it is. A, it is a bit of a of an easy month this month but uh interestingly enough one's pinball and one's arcade uh the first one uh on the arcade side uh this is a reproduction opto board for atari's 720 and um these are 50 dollars shipped the original poster needs 30 people to hop in and make the run happen Currently, they're sitting at almost twenty, so I, I'm sure they'll get there uh, in due time. But uh, this this is interesting. Uh, we we'll have a picture of it in, in the show notes, but it is a drop in replacement for the original with all of the. Um, l- let's just put it this way: with all of the issues modernized up. Okay, probably the best way to say it. Does that board have? Is it common for issues? I'm not uh, as as I understand it. It is one okay. of the most common failure points in that game. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, see, yeah. I have no... I, I've played one. It was at, at Logan Arcade. And when were we were there, was that four years ago at uh, yeah, this point? Yeah, it was four years yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I am not up on 720 at all I, when i first played it uh-huh. i didn't understand the joystick i thought the joystick was broke because it's broke. at that
1: odd angle yeah. and it spins and it spins that's exactly right yeah i i think 720 th- this is just me personally i think 720 is a really cool game if you get into if you get into the mindset that 720 wants you to be in to play that game i, I but that being said, I don't think it's very approachable. I think it's something that you have to work at. But for me, I think it would also be fairly rewarding if you, uh, you know, if you if you stuck with it. So I think it's a cool game, but I, I just, it's probably just not everybody's cup of tea. But but that being said, there's a, we'll have a link to that in the show notes if you're uh, if you're curious on on hopping uh, hopping in on that. And then the other one, Brent this is something you are going to need. Okay. This is an accessory for the color DMD. Okay. So if you have, a newer Stern that has the angled metal speaker panel. Okay, and I'm looking at you, Ghostbusters. I'm looking at you, Star Trek. I'm looking at you, either ACDC or Iron Man Vault Edition. I'm looking at it, you know. I'm looking at it all of the all of the games that are quote unquote recent releases from Stern. Kiss would be one of them. Um, I, I think, think they've th- done away with it at this point, th- haven't th- they? Th- th- not not the metal speaker panel. Th- they've done away with the wood speaker panel, but the angle. Is oh, the
2: angle still in them?
1: Have they done away with the angle? I I'd have to look.
2: I thought somewhere around Guardians they did something I know they did something different with the lower cab
1: and the start button. Well, Guardians S- has the LCD in it. So maybe oh, they did yeah, away with the angle yeah. when they put the LCD yeah, in. Yeah, no duh. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, so yep. so I think this angle panel is for all of their quote recent games that still have DMD. So in my mind that's Iron Man and ACDC Vault, probably Star Trek Vault. I know it's definitely Star Trek. It's probably Kiss. It's probably Game of Thrones. It's probably The Walking Dead. Well, I don't know. It may not be The Walking Dead, but um, but then then again, there's there's also Ghostbusters and 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 uh, and so on down the line. But if you if, and I'll post this in the show notes. And I've got the before and after pic- the before and after pictures in in our show notes, Brent. But if you install the color DMD panel in any of the games with a metal speaker panel with, the, with that has the, the the angle or the tilt, mm-hmm. you've got a very obvious space that that if you you don't see it while you're looking head on. Oh, to the because game. the DMD is a little bigger than the the, the, the color L- DMD is bigger than a yes, than a DMD by far,
2: so you can't you can't match the angle otherwise it starts to cut into other stuff uh-huh it'll either
1: it'll either cut into other stuff or or it just wouldn't it just wouldn't display properly so it's at mounted
2: all. it's mounted vertically
1: it, it is and it's mounted back a little bit okay? okay now what this spacer does is this is like a foam gasket that sits in between the metal speaker panel and the color DMD display and it completely seals that gap Okay, to where there's number one, no light bleed. I mean, I can do this with spray foam, Whitney. Well, I, I, I get, I get that. Okay, I get Look, that. Spray foam a little black spray paint. Yeah, I can do yeah. this. I get that. I, I, <laughs> give it a run. Let me know what you get. But I did get it. Um, but but the big thing is is that this is there to one, stop the light bleed. Number two, um, essentially just finish the finish the install off in, in a very professional manner. So as I understand it. These will eventually be offered on the Color DMD site themselves as as an accessory for uh, for purchase when you when you buy the display. So, anyway, they're they're twenty dollars. Um, it's foam, but it it but it has been uh, it has been cut and and it has been sized properly. Yeah, nicely the, cut, very nicely cut. The OP went through like several iterations. Or I'm sorry, OP, the original poster of the thread, the person offering these went through several iterations of the gasket uh, before before he was satisfied with it, it it is a, as far as gaskets go, it's, it's, it's a high, it's a, it's a high functioning gasket. How about that? So, So it's a high functioning gasket. So, um, you know that's one thing that I've noticed about mine. I mean, I've got color DMD in my Star Trek and in my Iron Man, which is a Vault Edition, so it does have the metal speaker panel, the angled speaker panel. That's the one thing that I noticed right away is that huge gap. That that it de- it never really bothered me uh, when when the lights were up. But when you turn the lights in the game room down and, and then you get the 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 after effect glow off the color DMD panel itself, you do get a lot of light bleed inside that speaker inside that box. So this gasket uh, is is there to, to help that out. So that's it, Brent. That's all I got for spending your money. Honestly, dude, it's kind of a poor show. If you want to know the truth of it, it's poor show. No, not a poor show. It's a poor show. Poor show. Yeah, poor show wing. How about that? Well, so, hey, I, I walked out of this with a lot of your money spent. <laughs> and you spent some
2: of my money before the show inadvertently. <laughs> yeah, so fair, fair enough. I, don't, so, I think it all washes yeah, out It's hand.
1: lick for lick. You know what I'm saying is is kind of how that goes. So,
2: so, hey, Whitney, let's move on in. Uh, let's take a, a little break, and then we're yeah. going to move on into news and feedback. I know we're going to talk a little bit about Grand Old Game Room Expo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk some video and pin stuff, some new yeah. stuff that's out on the market. And, Do a little uh, feedback as well. Uh, a little feedback.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a plan, man. So, Brent, we are on the road the ninth uh, through the eleventh of november we 're going to be down in Nashville, Tennessee. Get some of that hot Nashville chicken, Get some of that hot Nashville chicken, <laughs> maybe maybe a little barbecue uh, up from Memphis or what have you and I am personally really, really looking forward to this show. Well, that we're, makes one of us. oh you know, fair no. enough. It, we're not going to let David Corrigan know about that. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he listen? Yeah, I think so. Uh. Yes. Yeah. There he goes. We're now, now we're down if one. Only I knew someone yeah. that could edit this show exactly. Now, now we're down one. Brent, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it, certainly I'm looking, I'm looking forward. Oh, to it. I, am, I am. I'm so looking forward to this. But uh, David Corrigan, the organizer and uh, grand poobah of the Grand Old Game Room. Expo is uh, putting he bring has the a, show he, back he again actually this has year. A hat. Oh yeah, he it, has a hat. It's yeah. only got one horn on it. But that's okay. It's it, unicorn. It, it, yeah, it's it, but it points straight out. Yeah. So that's kind of. I don't it, know how he moves games with it. I, I don't know, but it, it commands attention. Dave, is what you it do does. you, buddy? Yeah, exactly. But it's it is a great, great show, and uh, Brent and I will be there in full effect, and uh, we're we're speaking the, this uh, this time around, Brent. Believe it or not, we've been asked to come back and you know uh, control the. Lateral damage and, and uh, throw on a couple of <laughs> sessions. How about that? Uh, I'm uh,
2: I'm excited for it. I can't wait to do it. I'm working up a something a little new for me. I'm actually going to speak on something that is generally
1: in your camp, Whitney. I'm going to talk about art. Oh yes. Yes. So, yes. And, and it's near and dear to my heart. Dude, I'm going to be sitting there on the front row, and I will not heckle and I will not throw pickles. <laughs>
2: well then, I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh,
1: well darn it. Okay. I'm out. Okay. So do I have to heckle or throw pickles or both? Yes. Yes. Okay, fair enough. All right. I, hey Grace, we got to stop on the way home and get pickles.
2: And and okay. uh, and some cigars. And some yeah. Cigars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, I've titled this Gaming and the Art of Imagination. Basically, it's a discussion on how promotional box and cabinet art influences our gaming experience.
1: Oh, man. This is, is going to be solid. Yeah,
2: kind of kind of the quick overview of this. I don't want to give the whole presentation away, uh, but as an example, think of an older Atari 2600 game because Atari oh, yeah. was the master oh, of this. Oh, they were the
1: master of this.
2: How the box art filled in your mind as a player of what they were able to do with the 2600 in uh-huh. terms of graphics. Yeah. How the box art filled in what you were doing
1: on screen yeah. to help
2: you visualize that. Yeah.
1: And in fact, I would even go so far as to say I depended upon that box art to help me have a better time with the game. Yes.
2: yes. Absolutely. Yes. Many a game that I had borrowed from somebody, you know, when we wrote back in the day trading tapes, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you trade a cart and if you didn't have that connection to understand what you were seeing, you really didn't know. This also extends in keeping with the Atari theme. This extends into the arcade. Like think of centipede. Yes. Many people didn't realize that your character, your avatar is an archer until you yeah. see the side of the game. And you've actually got an archer with an arrow and the centipede attacking him. So that that's kind of what I want to discuss is, in these classic games and and pinball is is all about this how the art changes your perspective drives your perspective and how the ball isn't just a pinball it is your character it is your avatar you're doing things with that's on the place that's
1: exactly right and i think that's really worth digging into in this session because there's so many people that maybe they're new to pinball and maybe they just never really got into the rules they just batted around or maybe they don't even understand that the rules tell the the rules in the story are complementary to playing the game yeah
2: so that, that's going to be my discussion. I'm going to, oh, I'm yeah, going to touch I'm on some console stuff. Yeah. I
1: promise Older when console. I, th- when I throw the pickles, I will miss your head.
2: Okay. Well, I promise. This is not going to be any fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to, I'm going to try to get some examples from some, uh, uh, some promotional examples, like some stuff out of replay magazine and okay. the like, yep. I'm going to try to do that, but definitely box art, cabinet art, and then playfield art.
1: I will be so looking forward to that, Brent, because you you touch on a subject that's near and dear to my heart, because for, for all the things that you mentioned, and I'll even go so far as to say when it was time for the activision titles to come into play and you saw that wonderful rainbow uh, it, that wonderful rainbow swoosh on the activision boxes that that imparted motion and activity and yep. that was the that was the you know that that's what you were going to be doing with the game and then you get into the nes titles where they felt so much more quote arcade arcade true you know and things like that i don't know you get up to the snes boxes they're just they're just all beautiful we people just don't realize just how beautiful art we have in this hobby it's amazing
2: i think from the console side yeah atari 2600 stuff is there's all kinds of stuff to pull from as examples. Oh, yes. And uh, my my next go-to would be in television. Yeah. Okay, fa- like said,
1: fair enough. Yeah, I well, never had one, but okay, yeah.
2: Uh, well, it kind of, their, their graphics were better.
1: There is better. But you
2: still had to fill in a lot of those gaps with yeah, your mind. Yeah, that's true, you know? yeah. Uh, I guess it's the home arcade, or excuse me, the home gaming equivalent of reading a book. Oh, yeah. You could read a book and I could read the same book, but you and I could visualize the city the book took place in differently because that's... The magic of a book yeah there's a little of that magic here as well in my opinion and then that starts to kind of go away as you get into your nes's and your you know as you march forward because you can better represent what you're what the what the game designers wanting to represent
1: yeah in, yeah. in
2: the graphics so the graphics are getting better
1: what? Well, I'll say this. It's going to be a solid session.
2: Whitney, what are you going to talk about?
1: Well, I, I'm, mine is going to be uh, highly controversial. Oh, okay? is it? Oh, you know, There's no doubt about it because uh, I'm going to spend my hour... David doesn't know this yet, but I'm going to spend my hour. This is a Trojan horse topic right here. I'm going to spend my hour talking about why I like Picard. Okay, <laughs> well, and I'm going to give it's, all it's gonna the It's going to take reason. a whole hour. Yeah, oh yo, yeah, yeah. Because uh, trust me, my 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 like and my love for Picard runs deep. All right, so <laughs> so I'm going to run through all these scenarios with not only season and episode references but quotes to back up my side of the story. I'm just going to set out in the crowd and say. Kirk would have just punched
2: her. <laughs> no, Kirk would have just kissed her and it'd been over. It with. It'd
1: been over with exactly. No, no, no. All, all things being equal, my my title is going to be Nintendo Arcade Games: A Visual History. And what what we're going to do in that session is we're we're going to take uh, roughly. I'm going to say. Um, a seven to eight years worth of, worth of timetables, and we're going to run through. This is all going to be done at a very high level, but I'm going to try to hit on. I'm going to try to hit on the interesting data points and in, in the in the, the summarization data. But we're going to talk. We're going to talk through all of the the games that Nintendo released for the arcade during not only the the bronze and the silver, but the, but the golden age as well, so to speak. So there, there's there's a lot of history there, and there's far more games than even I was aware of by the time I said down and tallied it all up because everybody just thinks about donkey kong donkey kong jr so are these Popeye and blah and these other games is it games that went production or oh are these yes. games oh okay uh, production and not production uh, that's and where not. i was going
2: i was kind yes. of going like the route of a skyskipper where they they didn't go they didn't win. They went through it, tests and that was yeah, it and they yeah,
1: it, it, That's it. it. It didn't win, but I mean, Skyskipper's in there because it was fully, de- it was quote-unquote fully developed and, and quote ready to go, but um, and it still has its place in, in that history, but yeah, we're, we're going to go from, uh, from from start to finish and with 60 minutes, you can't spend a tremendous amount of time on every game and that's why we're going to keep it fairly lighthearted, keep it interesting and keep it topical uh, around that, but I, I guarantee people are going to walk out uh, knowing a lot more about Nintendo's arcade lineup than, than they did when they walked in. So, so that's what I'm doing. Cool.
2: Alright, well... I hope to see everybody there. You're going to see us wandering around. We should be there for the entire show. I'm actually going to try to come in a little early so I can I can lend a hand where possible. That's cool. And like I said, Whitney and I, we're, were slated to be there Friday through Sunday. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we're going to be doing, I'm sure we'll, I'm hoping, I don't want to put words in, Anybody's mouth or assume anything, but uh, usually we get together with Adam and JP. Oh, I, I, so, from hope, Podcast Roll. I so hope
1: we do. Yes. I yes. did
2: hear from JP this week. He asked if we were coming down. Yeah, good deal. So uh, um, uh, usually we'll get together and the four of us will sit down and have a rambling arcade video, pinball, yeah, music, yeah. movie, uh, geek, pop culture conversation. I'm, look,
1: I'm so looking forward to oh, it. Oh, I <laughs> am.
2: I am. That is always yes, fun. Always fun. Make sure you you ask us when we're gonna. I'm assuming we're gonna do it. So yeah, yeah. if you see us out there, ask us. Yeah, and it's something that we kind of do off the cuff. It's not yeah. necessarily scheduled. We tend to do it uh, one of the evenings, probably like maybe Saturday yeah. evening. Yeah, Saturday evening. We'll go usual. back into the panel room and sit down and do it and just invite people in, yeah. leave the door open. so
1: And have a good time.
2: And have a good time. It's yeah. always a ball. It is. It's a lot a, of a audience ball. participation. So ask us, come check that out too.
1: So looking forward to it, man. Yeah, November 9th through the 11th. Uh, and you can get more info at that at grandolexpo.com. And that's O-L-E, yes. grandolexpo.com. Yep.
2: All right, Whitney. So let's get into some some new products that are out there that are kind of in the news area. And uh, I know we got some new, a lot of new pinball stuff because we it's, just
1: this is a bumper crop, this yeah. Month. Man. Well, we
2: just had Expo, yeah, so that always brings true. some stuff on. But before true. we get into that, I want to talk a little arcade stuff that's out there. And this is going to be one of those kind of like conversations we were having earlier. We we're joking about with the RC cars and me modifying one. You know, this is. How, how do the purists think about this? And it, I had mixed emotions about this. It was one of these I wanted to see and eh, I still don't know. And, and this is the, the arcade one up games that are starting to pop up everywhere. Okay.
3: I
1: mean, are you considering getting one? Uh,
2: not really. Okay. You know, I, I, I haven't, I mean, th- there might be one that I would consider if it, when it, if and when it makes the Clarence aisle okay. at a Walmart, yeah, and that that will happen. Walmart will happen. Walmart seems to be the the big seller. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should be an exclusive to Walmart. I think it's going to be Galaga and Galaxian, and I know Best Buy is getting them. So here here's what I know of them, and this is thanks to a YouTube wormhole. Okay, okay. I, I haven't really looked at a lot of of arcade stuff on YouTube recently. Recently, for whatever reason, there's been some Star Trek stuff. Well, I know I know why it's been Star Trek stuff. I'm listening to a Star Trek podcast. So if they're talking about one of the particular, when they are talking about a particular episode, I'll go and look up some videos and to refresh my mind as yeah. to what things look like and who these characters were. So I'm looking at a lot of Star Trek stuff. I'm looking at a lot of RC car stuff. I'm not really watching any pinball play. I'm not really checking out any, um, there's a couple of channels out there that have good repair tutorials and I'll run those when I have an opportunity, like, just to pick up some techniques and stuff. I'm not doing a lot of that lately. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at a lot of maker stuff, learning, you know, tips and tricks to, uh, like costuming stuff for my niece or yeah. other things. Yeah. The, but I, I see this arcade one up stuff pop up. So this tells me that there must be,
1: there's a community. A, behind a lot, them lot of already. traffic. Yeah, a lot of traffic and out a lot of there in
2: the YouTubes yeah. related to this. So, of course, you end up in a YouTube wormhole, and I've clicked on a couple, and this is what I picked up about them. Uh, it, well, real quick for for people that don't know what these are, they're offered by this company called Arcade One Up. They are what do they build as Whitney half size? Y- yeah, ish. Half half, half size ish. They're yeah. about half size of a of a classic mm-hmm. arcade like 19 inch monitor yeah. arcade cabinet. Yeah. I've seen people play them like on stools. They'll yeah. slide up a stool or a little chair. And each cabinet kind of has a theme. So like there's an Atari cabinet that's got asteroids, Tempest, Major Havoc, and a couple others. There's uh I think there's two Atari cabinets, isn't there's one with Centipede, Millipede, mm-hmm. Missile, I think Missile, Missile Command, Command yeah. and a handful of other games. Yeah. There's there's one that has three flavors of Street Fighter on it.
1: Yeah. Street Fighter 2. Yeah, kind of like Capcom, Capcom, I guess, theme yeah. going on. Yeah. Yep.
2: And then there's a, supposedly, and I'm a little, that's why I'm saying supposedly, because what I know of these, I'm getting from these videos, I hadn't had much intention to go out and actually put hands on one. And I haven't seen one in any of my local Walmarts yet. But I keep seeing pictures in the arcade forums on mm-hmm. Facebook. Oh, yeah from walmart's where they're showing up in mass but supposedly walmart's going to have an exclusive that's got galaxian and galaga on it and in one of the videos i'd heard some somebody said something about it wasn't happening it didn't happen they haven't seen it but yet i've seen another video where a guy has one
3: yeah. so yeah uh
2: i was wondering kind of what what the quality of them was because they come unassembled they're flat packed you've got a uh, like IKEA assemble, like the IKEA furniture, put the whole thing together.
1: Totally, yes.
2: The artwork looks really nice. They've, in my opinion, from what I can see, they do a very good job of theming the sides of the game, theming the the faux marquee, theming the control panel and the bezel surround. Everything is basically on one board in a box mounted to the back of the L C D monitor. And you would be correct about that, yes okay so you put the control panel in it connects up to that that board that box and everything's in there Yeah, and I, I have to assume that the, the, the cabinet itself is pretty darn light because there's nothing in it it's all air the buttons look pretty nice I, I, I haven't seen under a control panel but from the surface they yeah. look like they're almost like HAP buttons like yeah. HAP controls buttons like they're quality buttons and joysticks The, uh, um, it seemed like they're the early, it seems like the early runs of these, you're paying to be an early adopter in that there's issues. Oh oh yes. I've seen people talk about, they've had, they've gotten games without the, uh, plexiglass protector on the control panel. Yeah. yeah. But then they contact one up and one up's going to, okay, we got them and and they get covered. They're going to get them sent. Yeah. They, uh. I've seen several people talk about the spinner that's on the Tempest Major Havoc one isn't very good. Like Whitney, you're close enough to my Tempest. Give it a spin. You should be able to hear it. You got that whirr. you know, yeah. you can it, it's fluid. Yeah. Whereas the ones I've seen videos on, it there's something almost like they've got the optic the the optical wheel out of alignment and it clicks it
1: as it it spins as it spin it won't free
2: spin yeah you there's no you can't give it a flick for a quick movement you almost have to struggle with it and apparently arcade one up is is working on that the flip side of it is is the play looks like it's 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 emulated, yeah, obviously. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> especially the vector stuff. Yeah. But the play looks really spot on. Yeah. You know, people that purport to be relatively familiar with game X, play game X on these cabinets, and they say, hey, they
1: play really well for what they are. For what they are, for the price point. Yeah. They
2: retail at what, Whitney? $299? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they offer a pedestal that yeah. they can. The pedestal itself is a box that is you assemble it and it's fit to the base of the cab.
1: It's it's, it's a theme pedestal. It's though. themed. Yeah, it's, it's got, got art logo, on it. It's got a logo on it. They're forty or fifty
2: bucks. Uh, and somewhere I'd seen a video where actually they'd gotten a kit that included the pedestal. Oh, I see. I wouldn't wear that. Yeah. So there, there seems like there's a few variations as to how you could purchase these yeah. as well. So I, I don't know. I'm not opposed to them. I think it would bring people in if somebody just, just as long they're done well. Yeah. That's I, think, the big thing. I think they're done well. Yeah. Um if anything, I think it could be a gateway to somebody wanting a real yeah, cabinet. A real cabinet.
1: Well, I'll say this. A friend of mine uh, that I work with, he has uh, he has kind of hopped all in, and he's got all of them. Oh, at geez. At this point in time, yes. So he made some game, some room in his game room and, and went oh, all in. Oh, so he
2: has an actual... Does he have a game room like this? Our type g- of game yeah, room, yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. ping pong table? No, game no, 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 no,
1: no, no. Like our type of game room, he's got he's big into the pins. Okay, and so he he he's got a cabaret, um, you know, Bally Midway cabaret, and so he wanted to have a bit more variety on the arcade side without devoting so much pin space to a bunch of arcade games. And this was this was a way that that uh, looks like he could he could help solve that problem. So he went and uh, and and he's he's got them all at this point in time he's got the optional pedestal for each one of them Uh, he has sent me pictures and so how many is that that four or five i think it's four if i'm not if i'm not mistaken i just
2: pulled it up on walmart there's a street fighter yeah there's the centipede one that we talked about yep there's the asteroids one with major havoc lunar lander and then the other is rampage it's got listen to this combo it's got Rampage, it's Gauntlet, got jou- uh, Defender, uh, uh, yeah, and Joust. Yeah,
1: exactly. Kind of an odd pairing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but but th- there it is. And then I think there's – then maybe there's one other that is offered exclusively by Best Buy, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So,
2: And then I think Walmart's supposed to have the exclusive one that's – uh, Galaxian and Galaga. and Galaga.
1: Okay, gotcha. So, so with that, you know, th- we're we're looking at you know a handful of these cabinets, and right now he's got, I, I believe, he has four. Um, and so he sent me video of, of playing on them. And you're right, they look fluid, but you you're also correct in that the screen and the quote I want to put air quotes around this the screen and the computer are a sealed box. It, it's just it's just one unit. Um, but the control panel is wired up exactly as you think that it would. Um, he did, uh, he did go through and, um, pull out the controls and replace them with uh Sanwa sticks and buttons. Okay. He said that that greatly improved the overall feel and he was much, much happier with the Sanwa versus what they came with. So it sounds like they're not as good as at least they appeared
2: to me. What I was watching on a video, someone yeah. filmed in their front room off of an iPhone.
1: Well, in, in that, in the, you know, th- that may be the case, but at, at the same point in time, you know, Samwaz are generally regarded as being you know really really good. So, oh yeah, so, yeah. Th- so there there is well, that. so they could have been hap tight. Yeah. But, okay. I but want the same, the step Sam, to step up. But is is the upgrade. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, but it, what he did confirm is that with the pedestal on, these games sit approximately one inch lower than a, than, a, than a than the control panel on a uh, Midway Valley Midway uh, Cabaret. So
2: if you look to the right, that
1: mini that mm-hmm. Cabaret pack. Yeah. Just yeah. slightly lower. That's just just slightly lower. So essentially, what you're buying with the pedestal on, you're getting you're getting a cabaret size machine. Gotcha. Is what you're getting. So okay. two
2: ninety nine plus at Walmart two ninety nine plus thirty nine dollars for the pedestal. That's it. Yeah, that's it.
1: So so there it is. Now that being said. Uh, it, you know, he he also sent me over a couple of uh, YouTube videos where the retro quote retro Pi community has already busted these things wide open and turned it into you know a retro station front end and um and you're off and running. So you're just replacing it with a Pi, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, yeah. then I, a, a Pi and like an LCD controller and everything like that. So yeah, well, I can
2: see doing that to do it. Yeah, I don't know if I'd spend. I don't think you're getting your $300 worth out of it for the, the cabinet and the display at that point.
1: Exactly. I think what you've done is you've you've bought a reasonably expensive cabinet to, to have some of the engineering done from an assembly and maybe a control panel standpoint and yeah it just seems like a kind of expensive route to go to run yeah. to run that but but anyway all that being said uh, the the retro Pi community it seems like is has really embraced these and simply'm I'm, sh- I'm sure due to ease of modification and everything else because let's face it if you've got an IKEA a, a, quote unquote IKEA level arcade cabinet I mean it, you know the, the build is done the build is completely off your table mm-hmm. all you have to do is just do the retro you know just do the Raspberry Pi work. And you pretty much got it. So, uh, you know, all that being said, I, you know, I think they're neat machines. I'm certainly glad they're there, but it's it's not for me. I, I'm with
2: you. Yeah. I, I, ha- I have no problem with them. I think they're done well. The, uh, the the videos that I've watched, people generally like them. Of course, you know, you're going to be a fan of it you're, because you. Well, I, I say that You're, you've made the expense. You're not necessarily going to trash it. You're going to continue to justify yeah, it. But yeah. I've seen a lot of videos where people have bought that is expensive, uh, 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 an item or more, and said, this is crap. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and YouTubeed it all day long all
1: day long but you don't get that sentiment from these. no you, you do i mean you're, you're getting what is generally very positive sentiment on these products i, I wouldn't mind playing one yeah. I especially would like to play the
2: vector one just yeah. to see how that just to see how I, but is. i'm with you it's just it's not for me yeah, it's, yeah. Not gonna be, yeah, it's not going to be it's not going to be my thing no but it's not gonna be my I, thing. i'm i'm not i'm not hurt that they're out
1: there no 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 not at all not at all and, and i guess the, the other item brand is we'll kind of group these together and then pick them apart and, and talk about them here for a few minutes. Is when we talk about new pinball this month. I mean, it is it has been just crazy the amount of pinball that has been either confirmed or shown um, here over you know here over the month of October as we get towards the end. And you mentioned the 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 new or I guess the relaunched. Uh, pinball expo in chicago was held uh just what a week or so back as of the time well, that we were recording yeah, i believe it was a week yep. yeah a week or so back and we had um essentially three of what i would consider three noteworthy or newsworthy uh releases around this we have uh, american pinball uh showing uh their octoberfest original theme machine Stern made their uh Stern and, and I guess uh Kapow Pinball made their joint announcement of of the Beatles uh pinball machine which is uh which is coming and then uh Chicago Gaming Company uh showed their their Monster Bash which is game number three for them and so Brent let's take a few minutes and just talk about each one of these uh before I get into a dissertation on code but anyway <laughs> um you know
2: so th- I've got uh, I I've already got this in my mind. I'm not yeah. going to tell you right now, but I, I want to ask you at the end. Okay. But so you're prepared, sure. I sure. As we go through, when we get to the end of this, what game do you think is the winner here? In term don't don't answer now. Okay. Let's just run through these. Talk about them a little bit. Okay.
1: Now, winner by by what criteria? Winner though? as in. Uh, th-
2: that that's that's the pick of the letter
1: oh the, i've already made my mind I, okay I I, I, I I could tell you that right now but we'll okay I, we're right. gonna, no we're gonna play long. okay for that's sure. fine I, okay. yeah because i think there's value in doing that so so let, let's kind of let's kind of pull these apart oktoberfest is is a um it is a new game by American by American Pinball. Original theme. Uh, it is based on on the, the the German Oktoberfest holiday, and it's called Oktoberfest Pinball on Tap. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you go out to their website, American American Dash slash game slash Oktoberfest, and that's with a K, um, you can you can see all you want on this game. Um, it, it's I mean, it is a good looking. Is the game.
2: K supposed to be the, like the,
1: the K is supposed to be a K?
2: Well, as in, I, I, you know, I, when I think Oktoberfest, I generally think of it like is it a German thing? Yeah, is it spelled that way? It is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is that a licensing no, thing? No no, or? no, no, no. Okay. That,
1: that, that's like a that's like a holiday spelling. or okay. How it's spelled for, from 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 the, from the German standpoint, but I, I mean, this is a good looking game. Uh, I, I mean, I applaud. I, I just so applaud originally the, original themes in this day and age. But that being said, it, I, you know I look at the playfield, and I, again, I've not played it. But I'm just
2: trying to find playfield pictures. I went to their site, and I, there's a cabinet picture.
1: Yeah, it, the the playfield pictures I think are available on Pinside, maybe on their Facebook page, because they, they American Pinball does have a Facebook page. Um, I mean, why the, would you put it on your own website? Yeah, you would. You would think, <laughs> but but what I would say is. You know, I'm I'm glad that the game exists. Certainly, I'm sure that it's going to do very well for them. Me personally, not not my theme, uh, not really, uh, not not really one that I was, uh, I guess, pining after, so to speak. But it will be interesting to see how this one does in the market. Um, it, I mean, American Pinball, new company. Uh, you, you gotta support I mean all pinball is good when it comes down to it. So I'm I'm definitely very, very happy to see it. I'm just kinda curious as to how this is gonna perform uh, you know, on on the open market myself. I played a little of the Houdini with mm-hmm.
2: uh Casey Rolford this year yeah. at, it, in Atlanta. It, it, yeah. I, I enjoyed the game. Yeah. I mean I, I had fun with it. I didn't play enough of it to have any real serious opinion other than I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it felt, the game felt good. I I don't remember. Build
1: quality good. Yeah. I that. don't remember yeah.
2: having anything that just said, you know, I'd rather have a kick in the shin than do this again. Yeah. <laughs> then do
1: this again. Yeah. Then, then play Houdini. But, but
2: yeah. I, I, and I understand the, the, the Oktoberfest in that it's, there there's probably no licensing issue with it. This is exactly this was, is
1: a pseudo yeah. uh unlicensed thing. Yeah. You know? It's it's like making a pinball game based on Christmas. Right. Like know? a pseudo yeah.
2: non IP 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 what? IPA is a beer. It, I, no,
1: IP infringement. IP, yeah. Yeah. It's
2: there's no IP per se it, involved yeah. in this, so exactly. it's an original ish type game. Yeah. So I, I can understand the appeal of that. Um
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah it, like I say, you just have to just have to wait and see how it does. I, one thing that I do think is interesting though and this is the power of social media at play is that the back glass art uh as uh, as shown up until this point uh, it, it has got has uh, got a you know a, it's in a pub setting. It's got a couple of ladies that are that are dressed in October general fest fair, um, you know, working in a pub and everything like that. And then it's got some some gentlemen. They're they're dressed as well, and, and everything is as you would see it. But there's there's a monkey on the back glass that that for whatever reason he's he's like he's wearing a little lighter hosen. Yeah, he's wearing the... little lighter hosen. He's got a little cap on, and his hand placement is just. Not proper, I guess, and um and it's it's interesting because there's there must have been enough backlash on social media that American pinball actually put a post on their Facebook page saying that they apologize for offending anybody and they're going to change the backlash art, which i I mean. I guess in and of itself, I don't know about you, Whitney, but I'm wholly anti-monkey. W- well, the thing about it is, is it's like, <laughs> no, it's, you know, the, it, it's weird because it's like, is it's, it's weird just, all the way around. It's weird all the way around. <laughs> I mean, quite honestly, what's the, the monkey have to do with anything? Not, nothing, unless <laughs> not just not only what he's doing. Yeah, but it, a monkey in lederhosen, uh, I guess, is okay. <laughs> but it's just, it's a weird thing to put on the back glass. But it's also weird that we as a society have become so sensitive to and, and being offended. So easily that will pressure somebody into doing that, and then what do they do? They they relent and and they change it. I I don't know. It, it's a social commentary that I don't know that this is the right podcast for. I just think it interesting that it happened. I I looked at it and I was
2: like I, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. It's not offending me per se. Yeah. I don't get the monkey unless yeah. there's something else to do with monkeys throughout the rest of the game. I don't know. Um, but I I don't know. Is anybody taking a look at some of Python Angelo's artwork? Uh, yeah, I know this it, is it,
1: nothing. It, this is nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, all that being said, the game uh, preliminary pricing seventy four hundred dollars. So if you're interested in Oktoberfest, then uh, then definitely take a look at their website. Find them on Facebook and um and yeah. I, I mean that's again new new pinball is good pinball. So in, in that regard, I'm I'm all for it. The next one, Brent. The Beatles, okay? Now, <laughs> you and I – yeah, exactly. Yes, you and – Brent, wake up. It's the what? Beatles, Brent. Hey, okay, Brent, wake up. It's <laughs> the Beatles. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. wait, hold on. Yeah, I'm, Sorry about wait, that. I'm yeah. over
2: here not caring. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> – I'm, I'm going to
1: tell you, truthfully, it's it's going to be tough enough for me to get through it as well, okay? But l- let's just put it this way. Uh uh, you know, did the beat? Did the Beatles deserve their machine? Sure, they they deserve they deserve their machine. They were they they had such a prominent place in 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 society and in music and all of that. There, i am not discounting the importance of them as an entity in any way shape or form oh neither am i i i, I all i can say is i just don't think that there was any, any more way to have such an underwhelming announcement than the way that it, the way that it was done the, the the teaser video or the video for for the Beatles Beatlemania pinball was just so low energy and so anticlimactic and despite the fact that it is a throwback game design wise, this is a this is what most people are calling as a rethemed Sea Witch. I've seen some side by side pictures. It's yeah. not exact, but, but, it's, but it's but it's so close.
3: It,
2: it's. It's like you had all the pieces sitting on the table, and yeah. you just nudge the table a little you bit, just and everything nudged. shifted it a just, hair. It
1: just everything shifted a little bit, and and so this is a you know single level playfield, no ramps, no anything. It looks like they added a magnet at the top of the playfield. I mean, then, Elvis, then it, Elvis
2: disc. even had a, t- a multi layer playfield. Come it, on,
1: yeah, and then a spinning disc and everything like that. But but with all that, Brent, I mean, it's just one of those scenarios where um, it, it's it's definitely throwback pinball and I have to ask myself you know it's timed so that you know this is coming after the release of Total Nuclear Annihilation I kind of wonder you know what the product development and the lead cycles are you know was this was this planned you know after seeing how well TNA did in the marketplace was this the original vision for the Beatles or uh, you mean in in relation to TNA being a single level game exactly yeah and being quote a modern classic a modern classic out and, and you know and, and there's, there's a lot of questions there I, I don't know that, that we'll ever have answers to, to any or all of them and that's fine it's just one of those scenarios where it, it's an interesting choice for this game uh, and for this theme when you look at uh, when you look at other music theme machines that, that Stern has if you
2: Exactly Whitney you look at the Beatles you finally get I'm sure that this was not an inexpensive license oh no I doubt it was from a pure business perspective, I mean, they're limiting this to what, sixty. what was it say here? 1,964. 1,964 units. Yeah. From a pure business perspective, you could have taken that theme, that IP, you could have given it the treatment that you had given- A modern machine. A modern machine, uh, a modern machine uh-huh. and that thing would have been Nuts. Nuts. It would absolutely nuts. nutso that's exactly I, right i'm with
1: i i have nothing to say other than i just don't get it yeah yeah and that's pretty much where i'm left at as well unless the goal from the get-go uh, through through the designers was to say we're going to take a 1964-ish theme and and we're going to release it as a 1964-ish pinball but uh, naturally today made with made with modern components LEDs and everything like that i get that but but it just doesn't feel like it really benefits from that. Yeah, that that's the issue well, with me. It, the the
2: 1964 thing definitely ties into the art because when you look at the when you look at the old boys there, it's the early Beatles. Oh yeah, with, they're all dressed alike. It's yes. that classic band look from that era. Yeah, you know they hadn't gone off to India yet and learned how <laughs> yeah, to try play. to find
1: themselves. Yeah, and all they that. haven't done
2: all that stuff. And
1: yeah, I I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, it, I, and. I don't. Well, and maybe we don't have to. And Is there a that, price out on this thing yet? Uh, no, no. And speculations all. I mean, and it, the, the prices are, are just the price speculations all across the map. I mean with with the diamond edition and and, and the the other editions that are going to be available. There, I mean, pricing has been rumored. You know, north of ten k. Yeah, and, that's and, what I've and, heard and too, even, and even going higher than that. So. We'll, we'll we'll just have to see. So the verdicts out on that. More to come uh, from from I'm sure Stern and in the industry and in the public on on thoughts and, and everything along those lines. But interesting to see it nonetheless. Now the third one is uh, Chicago Gaming Company's uh, third uh, entry into the field with the re-release of Monster Bash. Now this is coming in three trim levels: a classic, a special, and limited. Uh, the pricing on that is six thousand at the classic, seventy three hundred at the special. And then the limited edition is eight thousand. And Brent, I will say for everything that I have seen uh on this particular uh game it is absolutely drop dead gorgeous this thing is beautiful I mean it is art in I mean it is art in motion is what this is. I, I truly, truly think this is if to wrap it, this is the winner of the bunch. This is the winner this is the winner of the yep. bunch by far. I'm looking at this the
2: standard game. Yes. It's just stainless steel trim. Uh-huh. You can upgrade to color uh, if you want. So yeah. I'm assuming that it's probably whatever kind of like they did with uh, Medieval Madness, uh-huh. where you initially had like the the orange yeah. DMD like yeah. graphics. Yep. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's what you get if it's not upgradable. You're you're in that. You're in a you're in at six thousand dollars
1: exactly
2: exactly and, and I don't know if you've played Monster Bash recently I haven't played Monster Bash since we interviewed and helped me with uh, uh we it was a gentleman we interviewed probably the first year of the show across uh-huh. the bridge oh Larry Pavey, Pavey. Larry, Larry Pavey Larry Pavey. uh he had a Monster Bash and yeah. he by the time we finished the interview and we got to play some games it was pretty late so we we were kind of hurried yeah that's the last time i played a monster bash yeah
1: same for me there's recently
2: been a monster bash coming to rec bar uh-huh. so i've gotten to play some games on it yeah and i see why that's a fun game oh there is no doubt there i is really no think doubt. I, I don't i don't like attack for mars attack no. from mars i don't particularly i don't get it i mean i get it but it's i don't understand the the craziness that surrounds it that's also driven
1: its price yeah Monster Bash, I see. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Six grand. Six grand. New. New. In a box. Done. Done. Out the door. Done. This is is value for pinball in in today's dollars is what this is. Now, the one thing that I will say is that regardless of what you think about the depth of rule set on Monster Bash, it's a theme that wins and it would be well-received in any game room. Well received in any game room. So, uh, and then of course, as, as you go up to the special edition or limited edition, of course you're, you know, you're getting into an oversized, uh, oversized display in, in in the back box. You're you're getting upgraded, uh, you know, RGB LED GI and uh, and then backboard RGB LED uh, backboard lighting, and then you know you're moving into like uh, much improved uh, premium sound systems and things like that. And then when you get into limited edition, then it comes with a topper and a you know, serial number. And you know, cabinet side mirrors and you know, just things I'd, like that. I'd love
2: to see one of these because oh, the, yeah. the big difference between the standard and the and the special, special. is RGB lighting. Yes. It, because you're looking through it. It's RGB, RGB, LED lit Dracula Coffin and Spinner, some yeah. so lighting. And then it says improved decoration on Playfield Monsters. Well, even if you've got an equivalent of the original game. On the classic edition, yeah. In terms of the artwork, and I'm sure it's all LED out. They're not going to put just even if it's single color LEDs. They're not going to put incandescents in any of these. Exactly.
1: Six thousand dollars. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, you're you're just you're in such a a good you know a, a good position on this so and it's such a a well-loved theme uh historically that uh this is one of those scenarios where this is great to see uh great to see this as 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 a re-release game so i'm i'm very 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 happy so yeah brent i mean new pinball news abounds this month for sure all right so Speaking of new pinball news, looks like you've got some stuff uh
2: stern code yeah. and thoughts and this is this is out of a little bit out of expo as well, right? Yeah,
1: it is. So we'll, we'll include the link to this in in, in the show notes. So um one thing I want to say is that, uh, and this is news to me, and I, I've got this game, and it caught me completely by surprise. But until I'm sorry, in, until I started watching this video, and this video is uh, George Gomez's session uh, at Pinball Expo 2018 where he talks about Deadpool and he talks a bit about Stern, but it, it, they're towards um, the one hour mark in the video. Uh, George gives some, some really good insight into the current state of code development at Stern. And I, I want to intermingle this topic here real quick, and this brought me back to another thread on Pinside. And and Brent, I love Pinside, but you can you can black hole yourself on Pinside like really yeah. easy as well. It's worse well. Than it's it's like it's, YouTube it, for pinball. You, 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 just can, you sure can deeper and, I mean, deeper, and, deeper, deeper, and deeper. deeper and deeper and deeper But one of the threads, uh, one of the link threads inside this uh, this pinball expo thread was a link to uh, discussion around the fact that ACDC has new code as of February 2018. That was news to me. I didn't even know that. But yeah, I they're, thought they're, they were done. I thought they were done three years ago, if you want to know the truth of it. But... um in going through this, I'm sure it had that being released as new code has to coincide with the vault editions for ACDC being released. And if I look at the readme on this, on, on the new ACDC code, the version 1.70, I mean, Lyman really gave it such a solid run and he fixed and added quite, quite a bit in this release to the point where it's like, I, I need to get that code on my game. There's no doubt about it. So I, I say all that in segue back into this where uh, George and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase just a little bit because I, I'm gonna leave it up to the listener to to go out and, and to listen to the uh, you know watch the video and you can skip to roughly the one hour mark where George starts to talk about this but but in essence what what George uh, says and again I, I'm paraphrasing is saying that you know there's some games that we have to pay more attention to because they went out in a greater state of of disrepair you think yeah Ghostbusters has an insert that doesn't do as much as it should uh, and, and I guess in in some ways That's, that's a way to say it because I I don't think it actually does anything, but, um, but it, it, there's also a hint of a mode on the instruction card. A hint of a mode. There's a hint of a mode on the instruction <laughs> it's, card. It's
2: either there or not. <laughs> yeah. There's no hint.
1: It's there. Uh, that, could, that could be more complete. It's the Are You a God mode. It's in fact you know missing even to this day. Uh, it also needs some polish. And there again is an understatement. It needs to exist. But uh, and it needs a few other things. This is it is one of the. And this is what I thought was was uh, very very interesting. It being Ghostbusters is one of the most popular games. We sold a lot of. I think people like to play it. It's done pretty well everywhere. Uh, So I have to make, so I have to make the difficult decision sometimes for the greater good. And the decision is I need that developer working on the incomplete game. That's going to release soon. And if we don't, then it would be more incomplete. Uh, And then maybe after that, we could put him onto a title like ghostbusters. And again, I am completely uh, paraphrasing. I'm shortening down. uh, I'm shortening down um, a, a, a transcription of that discussion. So it goes on to say, we're. Uh, I think we're getting better, much better at shipping games that are pretty complete. I think Deadpool went out in a pretty good shape. I think Iron Maiden went out in pretty good shape. Batman will soon hopefully be complete as well. It turned out to be everything we promised it would be. So, so Brent, I mean, he, here's some thoughts. You know, I, I went and I watched the video and just some things that, that I jotted down after, you know, after that, uh, after, you know, investing some time in that. And it's interesting to me, and, you know. kudos to Stern and yay Stern, that a game that was released in 2012, being ACDC, received a code update six years later. So that means, hopefully, not all is lost. That means that if there's discretion, someone in Lyman's position, Lyman or someone in that position could devote some time and could shore up a game. So I, I do want to say... Thank you, Stern, and thank you, Lyman, for the code update to ACDC. It's awesome. Okay, now I guess the one thing that that I would say as as a follow on to that is hopefully we get more devs brought on to Stern to help the game ship more complete, so that there can be some resources devoted to to the go back code on games that have already shipped. Well, Whitney, you know as well as
2: I do, we're both in the IT industry. Yep, and there the, the, what's there's a saying uh, it's said multiple ways, but it basically is. There's never enough time to do it once, but there's plenty of time to do it twice. That's exactly right. And that's right. kind of what you end up in here. You end up, you, you do. You end up in this churn where you, you rush something through, and then you end up falling far short. You're far short. And you have to do so much work on the backside. To catch back up.
1: That's exactly right.
2: And what in the worst possible situation, and this is, in my opinion, where Stern is, they're lacking in that key department, that development department, uh-huh. and that hole keeps getting bigger. It, it, it keeps getting and bigger, bigger. bigger
1: because of the pace of the uh, of the rate at which they release yeah. games. They're releasing games faster than they're able to finish the games that they've released. Right. So you, it, somewhere you've got to bend. You've yeah. got to go slower or faster on one side. On oh, no, one side. That's exactly right. right. So so let's let's kind of break this down here for just a second. You know, a lot of games ship at at less than than less than 1.0 release. I mean, it's my mind that whether it's it's whether it's perception or not, they should they should and this is just you know, Whitney just you know, his opinion so use it for what it's worth, but the game should ship with a 1.0 release even if by name only just so that you can track it going forward. It, 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 to me, that that helps the game mature better. It, it helps the code mature better in the public's eyes. Because you're shipping games with a 0.76, and it immediately out of the box makes the game feel less than what it should yeah. be. From, it, especially from people that are paying good money for the game. Well, maybe it's you're like, seeing
2: that from an IT because to and, me and i do i see it one dot 1.0 could mean anything just like oh, you that's said true. even if it's a name
1: even if it's a name only
2: but generally in the it world sub one <laughs> is, is subpar is in development yes
1: that's exactly and right your
2: one is your is your first run at, at a gold release at a gold release now, yeah you can update after that that oh, does for sure. yeah
1: yeah yeah now i wouldn't i, I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't hold anybody, you know, in, in a bad light for doing that. In fact, you expect that. But generally, IT people see zero dot releases, and, and you go as oh, test code. Oh, yes, beta release. That's exactly right. Or I'm paying to be the beta tester. Yes. or or, yeah. or X, Y, or Z, and so. Let's take a look at a few games, like Batman 66. Still not hit 1.0, and it's two years. And I've seen, I don't know how, it seems like every 14 minutes you get, oh, new Batman code. Yeah, yeah, 0.87, yeah. 0.88, you know, so on down the line. You know, Kiss is, style, Kiss is still outstanding, but uh, according to according to Stern, it is due uh, a final update before they call it done. Uh, the final Ghostbusters update is still outstanding. Yeah, and they, they,
2: they, in the Stern State of the Union, they talked about that. In you know the
1: in the spring in the spring of, exactly of eighteen right. this year yeah here we are in the fall here we are in the fall in the October Stern of the Union uh, address what you're talking about they stated that Ghostbusters will even though it's still outstanding it'll be coming after Star Wars is complete now the problem is is w- w- when w- does Star Wars when, compl- when is Star Wars complete because there's because when you when you're shipping games out the door that have such a wide a wide swath of code numbers. You, you, you can't call anything complete because you can't call anything. Well, I want to know what makes Star
2: Wars more important than the game. I've already dropped quite a few dollars in. That's exactly. I right. want my game complete. That's exactly that's why right. I'm not. Whitney and I have had conversations about these later Stern titles. Yeah, I am lukewarm at best on any of them because I'm just. All right, I've I've been there, done that. Yeah. I don't care.
1: Yeah, and and then you go back and you look at a game like Monster Bash, and you know, oh man, that thing's going to be solid out the door. Six Damn. grand, six. Yeah, done. Yeah, done out the door. So, I, I, I mean. Stern, Stern is Stern's got a good problem. Okay, I just I, I just implore them to create a better solution to the good problem to have. Okay, Th- that's that's kind of that's kind of my take on it. But you know, Aerosmith still work in progress. It sounds like it'll get at least one additional update, maybe. Uh, you know, then you've got Star Wars, and Guardians of the Galaxy, Deadpool. They all have some code criticisms, and and I I full well appreciate that every game will have criticisms. I'm not saying that lack of criticisms is 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 tantamount to the code being done that's not what i'm saying but where i'm getting at is there's there's some of these criticisms are very valid because the games are sometimes essentially brand new all over again after a code update. And then you have to in like Guardians of the Galaxy is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Between two code updates, the game was essentially rewritten. Yep. So 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 why did why did you even de- devote any time to the first release if you're going to rewrite it completely for the, for the second? Well,
2: like I said, if there's not enough time to do it right the first time, there's plenty of time to do it ri- do it
1: well, however I said yeah, it, you know what exactly, I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so whatever so, I'm trying to bingo, spit out, that, yeah, there you go. So I, I guess when, when you boil all this down, I, I am such a Stern fan. I've got I've got numerous other games in my game room. I just want to see this. I just want to see this better. I want to see this done done. Well, more I know complete. your lineup
2: and other uh, other well,
1: than TNA, it's all Stern. Well,
2: and it, it not any of them are, are complete. <laughs>
1: <laughs> from yeah, from a code perspective, AC, I guess. Well, you're right. I guess ACDC, ACDC, ACDC and Tron. Are are complete. Okay. You know, the, the others now. From, uh, the, now. the others from Iron Man forward are still are still uh, an open. We'll book. Well, start. Or, I mean, they they dropped that Metallica code a couple years after Metallica
2: hit, like two two and a half years. I mean, yeah. so for all you know, before we get Ghostbusters, you'll get updated Tron. So. you yeah, will get
1: an updated. Yeah, maybe or an updated Iron Man code. So, uh, who knows? But um, I, I guess with that, you know, knowledge is power, and uh, you know, let the buyers speak with their wallets. But uh, definitely check out the Stern and the Union and. Address. that's a newsletter that goes out on the first Tuesday of every month um, it, between that and unfortunately the many other podcasts out there that you have to scour to hear little bits and pieces of interviews from you know all the folks at Stern um, it, it, between those those, Items you can piece together a bit of a story, but I, I do want to thank George for being number one transparent, being number two upfront about the you know the current state of of where things sit. It was very insightful. And Brent, as as consumers, that's all we really want is transparency and insight into number one the money we spend, and number two the money we may consider spending in the future. Mm-hmm. That's only fair. That's only fair, and so with that uh, check out um, yeah check out the October 2018 Stern of the Union, and uh, it's got some good insight into the order of operations as far as code uh, is concerned so uh, there you go brent that's that's my soapbox on code so <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, do, it, you it, could, let's put it this way. And if anybody from Stern were to ever hear this, they would say, "Yeah, he's done too." You've got a deeper stake in it than I do because yeah.
2: I've just got the one. You know, yeah. you've got multiple Stern titles. Yep, yep.
1: So. And I,
2: the one I've got, I, I like, but I, I do. I wish. There, I wish. Uh, Will I ever see it? I don't know. Yeah, because I'm not that good of a pinball player, but I could be if I sat down here and spent time and focused that's, and played that's more. That's exactly right. But it's still there's you know. I don't it does bother me that they've just kind of I feel like it's abandoned yeah well, whether or not it's something I'll it never i I have never used
1: the spare tire in the
2: car that I've had for the last decade.
1: Yeah, but but I want it there. But you want it there, and wouldn't you feel bad or feel like you didn't get a very good deal if your car was missing the passenger seat in a glove box yeah. and it was promised to come? Congratulations
2: on your new car. Yeah, exactly. Now would you like
1: to purchase a steering wheel? Yeah, exactly. So, you'll ha- no, you'll have to wait two years for yeah, the proper steering wheel. For the proper steering wheel. Right
2: now, you'll have to just use this half-inch washer. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, it, Yeah. in a pair of vice grips. In a pair of vice grips. Yeah, yes. exactly. We'll just sk- click a pair of vice grips on there
2: and you got to spin it like a big rotary phone. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. you
1: all right, Brent. So before we close out the show, let's do a, a little bit of uh, feedback, and we're we are a little light on it this month, I, I, and that's that's on me because I kind of ran out of time, uh, quite honestly, on, on the show notes, and so I didn't get everything pulled. But uh, we do have a couple of emails from listener Joe Zinkas and uh, one of them is a little long, so we'll kind of we kind of pare it down a little bit because he's talking about three D printing and everything. Yeah, so once you get the number one, I'll get the number two. Point. Sounds good. Yeah. So number one, uh, and Joe, we appreciate. Okay. Every single email you send in, and and he and he is really good about following up with us and everything like that. So Joe, uh, thank you. But here's the first one: Bob Ross. When did we talk about Bob Ross? Oh, uh, last, I know. Yeah, we talked about episode. Bob
2: Ross because of the Cincinnati Comic exactly, Expo, and Bob exactly. Ross
1: was a was a hot ticket. Yeah, that's yep. exactly right. So he said Bob Ross. He said you should watch the top ten facts about Bob Ross. He's in in in, in true form. There's a YouTube link. So I watched it, and Brent, you could go every everywhere on this. So here's an interesting point Joe goes on to make. Bob Ross, he was ex-military and he permed his hair to save money on haircuts. He also made nearly no money because he worked for PBS. And even though he made hundreds of paintings, and he made three copies of each one. Those were donated to charity and are now worth easily ten K or more. Okay. And uh and then then he goes on to say there's also a YouTuber named Jenna Marbles, a YouTube celebrity, who tried to mimic one of his paintings, and I watched it as well, and it was just a, that was just a hilarious. It was it a horror show? Yeah, it was just a horror show in motion as well. I've it
2: was. heard the haircut thing, yeah. the hair thing, and I, I've also heard multiple places, so yeah. I don't know if it's true or one or they've all copied the same incorrect source but apparently (laughs) not on the internet no no apparently he hated his hair he Uh got he grew tired of it yeah but he couldn't get rid of it because it became his trademark his trademark yeah so you know there it is he hated what he'd become a certain degree pop
1: ross man he didn't deserve that so
2: so joe's also big into 3d printing and he's been uh offering me some advice along my journey And we were talking a little bit about some of the problems I'd had a show or two shows ago with getting some banding or some issues where it looked like uh, in some of the layers it was missing some of the extrusion, some of the plastic. And Joe mentioned that uh, it sounded like it was Z Wobble, which is where uh, Whitney just turned on the the brawn. I love this flashlight with the brawn. Yeah,
1: yeah. Grace is looking at me like, would you just stop? (laughs) Dirty.
3: Dirty.
2: (laughs) Yeah. and I, actually, Joe, I think I, what it's I turned made, out to be on, on, <laughs> on my machine is it was uh, it was a feed problem. It was an extruder oh, problem. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what I ended up doing is the machine, the Creality CR10S that I have, comes with this um, the the extruder is basically this guide and gear assembly that goes on a stepper motor. And it's got a little tension bar on it that applies tension to a gear that presses against the gear that the stepper motor drives, so that it can push this filament through. And the hmm. filament, oh, okay, imagine like okay. um, best what filaments. Think of it's just like string. Think of yeah. it like string. Oh yeah. All right? Except plastic, it's plastic. Plastic. Yeah. String. If you yeah. were to envision what filament looks yeah. like, yeah. okay, and it comes with a plastic. Th- this frame that all of this kind of attaches to is plastic and the little tension arms, plastic. And uh, along the line, I had actually changed that to an aluminum one. Yeah. And that also, as I realized, lined up with some of my problems. And what I ended up doing was getting a higher quality aluminum one. What this one lacked was there was a large gap from where the filament exited these drive wheels and then entered a hole in the edge of this frame that then led to the tube that went down to where the extruder is so in that gap i could actually start to get a little bow Mm. in the filament yeah and then it would start to cause feed problems because if it was if i was running a little quick or think if i got into a certain type of situation or the feed or the uh i'm assuming like if the extruder was all the way to one side so there was a pretty drastic bend in the tube that guided the filament down to the extruder it would really bow and it would actually kink upwards or outwards and then i'd have if that part actually happened to end up feeding eventually i'd have like um uh, I'd, I'd have a kink in the line yeah and it would run tight through the rest of the mechanism it's kind of hard to describe unless you've actually seen it so nonetheless joe i think what i what I, I ended up changing it to a, a higher quality extruder that actually that wall that edge of that frame has a little protrusion triangular shape that goes out and almost completely ab- removes that gap between the exit point of the drive wheels and the the feed that feeds out to the rest of the to the extruder and through the through the bowden tube joe know what that is and other 3d printers know what that is so in doing that it really alleviated my uh my layer issues i wasn't having problems you, he went on to mention that the CR10S is based on a Creality design and what Creality has done. And Joe's right. They've continued to scale up. But in doing that, they have, in his opinion, crossed thresholds of how far you can scale mm-hmm. given the same stepper motors and the same basic technology. Because then you start having problems related to distance. Yeah. Like yeah. I was talking about there with the filament, but in different areas the 10s is kind of their 10 and the 10s is kind of their standard i think it's 300 by 300 by 400 millimeter print bed Mm -hmm. and then they jump to 400 by 400 by 5 and like a 5 by 5 by 6 and i don't see people using those a lot but i can definitely see just knowing what i've learned here I, i don't know how well that would scale yeah and Joe mentioned that he thought I was looking at, at build volume, and yeah, I kind of fell into that trap because I got into what might as wells, which yeah, is yeah. I was looking at some printers that were more – not that I wouldn't call the CR10 a, a good printer for, an, for someone's first run at this – but I was looking at some other printers that were a little bit more bulletproof mm-hmm. and also a little bit smaller form factor. Yeah. And one of them actually, I think, is, is a Creality. It's called the Ender 3. It, it's a little smaller. You got a little bit more assembly, but it it tends to be, from what I understand in reading, a little bit more bulletproof right out of the box. Out of the box, yeah. The trap I fell into was, well, for $50 more, I can step up to this. And $50 more, I can step up to that. Oh, my gosh. for you know, Now, oh, I'm $50 away from this. And with that, I can print something this big and make a such and such. Yeah. And that's that's the trap I fell in. Yeah. I, I don't think it was a bad trap. I'm learning a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would do it any different
1: yeah but but it's still noteworthy nonetheless yeah it's still noteworthy
2: nonetheless and one other questions i asked joe is i've noticed that there's some there's some designs out there for stern style drop targets so i'm pretty sure those will go all the way back to the day to east games day to east maybe yeah uh day to east sega then the early sterns up to the modern sterns and i was like hey if you ever printed one of these I, i i wouldn't think it would hold up very well and yeah but for Grins, I could see printing one and sticking it in, you know, like the, like the Scoleri brothers and Ghostbusters, it's really easy to get to those drop target assemblies. It's just single two, two assemblies because it's single drop targets. Yeah. It, it's really easy to trade that, that paddle out, the drop target out. I, I'd almost, once I kind of get back into this and get it lined out, I, I'd almost print one just to see how long it lasted. Just
1: just to see how it held up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I don't know. So if anybody out there has got any experience with that, or you know, any any tips, or uh, maybe has any crisp twenty dollars bills they'd like to mail to me,
1: <laughs> reach out. We'd yeah. love to hear from you. I, I would love to hear from you because I am going to I, I'm going to delve into this at some point. There's there's no doubt. It's just I, I recommended it to you maybe the ender three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll see. I mean, there's there's a, a part of it that. I don't know. I mean, I've I've watched a lot of 10s videos at this point, and what's really cool about the 10s, I'll, I'll get, I'll give it its due, is it seems like if you if you're willing to invest a little bit of time and a little bit of money in the mods and step it up a few uh, a few times, you you really do wind up with a very solid printer. You do, yeah.
2: It, it, from what I get is overall, the 10 and the 10s are are good printers. Yeah, but. There's enough variance in the the manufacturing. Yeah, in, in my opinion, in, in this, just based on what I've seen, what I what I've read, what I've watched, Creality is probably the upper end, generally, of your. And I'm going to say this with air quotes: generic Chinese produced printers.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They, they they seem to have at least a little a little concern, care and weight behind them. Yeah. Whereas there's a billion of these printers that, that all share 80% of these parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Creality seems to be the one that's in for the long game. Yeah. That said their quality is, is hit or miss is hit or miss. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have these things that take them out of the box and they plug them in and they, they probably already have a little background so they can get through the software and the set in the settings and the mm-hmm. software to, to slice the models, then throw it to print and they run like, and they don't change a thing. And then there are other people that okay, well, I had this, this, and this, and may, I changed may str- nothing. May
1: struggle for weeks, yeah. yeah. But I,
2: I had to put this updated part, yeah. like like that extruder frame I was talking about, yeah. And that, in concert with whatever else was going on in that printer, and no other changes, if you believe them, you know, because yeah. nothing ever changes. Yeah, solve the problem. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I think out of the box, my 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 guess is is a solid eighty five percent chance of having a pretty good machine, yeah. and then the rest of it, you probably got a ten of having to make a few tweaks, maybe a change or two, and yeah. then the other five is a, is a total basket case. Basket case. Yeah. Roll the dice.
1: Well, I, I tell you, I do like enough of what I see about the ten after it's been quote unquote bulletproofed, or I guess after it's been uh, after it's been modded up a bit that it looks like, it looks like a good option. I, I, I'm going to look at the ender three. I mean, I'm going to take your advice and, and take a look at it, uh, as well, but, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely some good options, but, um, uh, just a little bit of feedback here, Brent, uh, I didn't pull any from Facebook, so that's shame on me. Sorry. I, and again, I did. I, I just oh, I, I did I, just I, run out of it. Well, Casey,
2: what Ralph called me an old man. Uh, he, that, that
1: he did. Through offering me a t-shirt yeah.
2: that is also relative some, to some of my other interests, which is wake, wake. and wakeboarding and wake surfing. Yes. So so I, it was an underhanded
1: <laughs> behind, behind the scenes kind of, kind of deal. He's not dead to me, but he's on life support. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Go on, Whitney, on fair, Twitter. Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, so, like I say, I, I did kind of scrape this together real quick, but uh, listener Peter uh, came in Sweden. <laughs> Grace just took Whitney's yeah, she, light. <laughs> she did. She just took the light from me because uh, she, she knows that if, if if I don't have the light, then I'll, I'll move through this faster. But he did say, uh, he said, you can leave reviews for the podcast in the iPhone app. So, why are not are people not doing that? Well, I had no idea that you could. So, I, I did go back and look and... Uh, it's not located in in a way that I think is intuitive, but he is right. So, uh, so yeah. So even from uh, even from uh, the app on your iPhone, the podcast app on your iPhone, you can you can go through and do that. So, so that that is that is cool. That that was news to me. And uh, we did have friend of the show, Jonathan Wild. Uh, he goes by Hailrazer on the on the KLOV forums, the cloud forums. He did leave us an iTunes review, and, and Brent, this one is this one is awesome. So, Jonathan. Uh, touche buddy. So here it is. <laughs> we're we're going to end the note. We're in the show on such a high note here. Okay.
2: I've, I've not read it all, but oh, I'm it's, seeing, you know, it's good. I'm seeing words. Hop yes.
1: out. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it's good. So, so I'm going to do this in, in the most professional voiceover <laughs> dialect that I can do it in. Okay. So let me get this up to eye level so that I don't miss the microphone or anything like that. So here is Jonathan's review. Sitting around no, as no, I No, no, no! You didn't read the subject. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> you, you, you ain't thank you. Yeah, up. sorry, sorry. Yeah, five star review. Best plumbing podcast ever. Okay, <laughs> so here it is. And I picture Jonathan in a smoking jacket while while he's writing. Oh, this, absolutely. Okay? Yeah. Okay. With smoke, you're kind of wafting around yeah. his head, you pipe. know, it, he's a pipe, pipe smoker. Pipe yeah. smoker, yeah. and a very nice, very nice fire over in the fireplace, and you know, he probably has even a warmed, a warm glass of cognac sitting by side and tennis in, shoes in, in, in tennis shoes. Yes, uh, with socks that don't match, but that's okay. So here we go, sitting around as I am wont to do. I start asking myself, hmm, what's the best arcade and pinball podcast in the world? That also includes such titillating subjects as plumbing, basement repair, 3D printers, and of course, two tacos and a cigar. (laughs) I ask myself this. Well, much like the Highlander, there can be only one, and it is the Broken Token Podcast. Professionalism, quality, content, humor, Kentucky dialect, (laughs) literally. What more could you ask for? Brent and Whitney, quite simply, have the best arcade and pinball podcast on the planet, bar none. So with that, Mr. Mr. Wild, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank that you is sir. high praise oh, from that a is fine, fine, fine man. That it is fine man exactly we owe him a smoking jacket two tacos and a cigar <laughs>
2: well definitely the two tacos and the cigar there, i don't you know a smoking yeah jacket.
1: me the amazon i guess but i don't know <laughs> this
2: is this is kentucky
1: yeah I mean, <laughs> Yeah. nobody uses a smoking jacket in kentucky for sure so, so yes. it's camo yeah so uh so with that brent uh we're going to call 75 uh no whoa whoa whoa, whoa. 74. 74 yeah because, because what, we don't know if there will be a 75. Exactly. This could be the last show. <laughs> but, Grace, what does SpongeBob say? What's the only thing better than 74? 75. 75. You know, he says What's better than <laughs> Exactly. But we get the drift. And kudos to Grace, who has sat here and, and just been Every the best. Three and a half hours, that is correct. Has it been that long? Yes, yes it has. Yeah, it pretty much. Well, ran, I don't
2: yeah. know how we've gotten through this because I can see over her shoulder and I, I keep watching her game. I and mean, She <laughs> she is she, smoking, it. smoking it.
1: She's smoking it. I don't know what it's about, but she hasn't stopped. She, she's playing it. It runs in the family, man. That's all I could say. So, all good stuff. But so Grace, thank you for sitting in with us and uh keeping us honest as we go, or as honest as we can possibly be, and for being a good sport about it as well. She she she, she had to she had to tag along with Daddy today. So it worked it worked out well. But uh yes. It could have been worse. Could have been far. She could have been put to work. And she could have been put to yep. work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. So with that, Brent, uh, where can people find us, buddy? Uh, for, and for I always, hopefully,
2: number 75. Okay, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll just wait. We'll cross that bridge when we get there, Whitney. <laughs> yeah, it, 30 it, days from this now. This also makes me wonder why we do this, because people found us. They're listening to us. But exactly. just in case you're listening to us, but you haven't found us, we're available on the Throwback Network at throwbacknetwork.net. We're on iTunes, and we would request, we would just... Ah, we're going to fall short of begging, Whitney might, but we're going to ask politely. <laughs> I'll never beg please, that you leave us please. a review. Yeah, uh, it just helps helps us get us noticed. Whitney and I do this for the love of the hobby, uh, at least at this point. Oh yeah, and it, it's not. It's not that it's going to bring any direct benefit to us other than just helping our numbers, helping our notice. And then we can actually, and honestly, parlay that into helping us as we attend shows that we can bring to you in discussion and review exactly. here on the podcast. Exactly. So please leave us an iTunes review. Uh, we can also be found on Stitcher Radio, Xbox Music, and the Google Play Store.
1: Yeah. And social media. We're available uh, in and on Facebook at facebook.com slash broken token, Twitter, at Broken Token in the website BrokenToken.com. So, all right, all right Whitney, give me that, my light back and close glasses? this sucker down. All right, we'll go thump and we'll call it done. <laughs> so, with that, everybody, keep your quarters clean and game on.
0: Congratulations, you made it to the end of another episode of the Broken Token Podcast. I promise they'll do better next time. Maybe next episode, they'll actually listen to me for a change. Just go easy on the guys. They don't have a lot to work with. But I know their moms would be so proud. We want to hear your feedback, comments, rants, raves, and otherwise, both good and bad drop us a line via email at podcast at com. You can also call us at four seven zero two call bt That's 470-222-5528 and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you, and we might play your message on air in the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Broken Token, and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Broken Token. Britt and Whitney are always posting content between the official episodes, and it's a great way to stay involved with the show between the shows. You can find our podcast on the iTunes Store and on Stitcher Radio. Just search for Broken Token and subscribe to the show. Like what you hear? Please consider leaving us a review on the iTunes Store and on our Stitcher Radio page, as the reviews help out the show. Please visit our website at brokentoken.com for articles, reviews, restoration logs, direct show downloads, and expanded show notes for this and every episode. Once again, thanks for listening.
2: The Broken Token podcast would like to thank the only person on staff who has actual vocal talent, Miss
1: Christy Letzy.
0: And that's me. <laughs>
1: Music for the Broken Token Podcast is graciously provided by Mr. Scott Denisi. For more information about his music and the projects that he works on, visit his website at www.scottdenisi.com. Go Team Fierro! As even though I felt fine... I sure didn't look it.
2: The way the show works is your daddy's got sense and I act like an idiot.
1: Something is <laughs> a, something strange is a foot. It's a circle. K.
2: If all of a sudden I like zone out, just go
0: <laughs> suddenly
2: enough. it just took a turn. Yeah. It definitely just took a turn. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. A little chapstick, a little just, chapstick, just a little chapstick. Okay. Mr. Brinson idiot so occasionally you got to look over and give me the side hey, eye keep it rolling buddy keep it rolling <laughs>